Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Give me a sack. Sack! Yes. (laughs) How about those freaking pirates? It's me, Nancy Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys. I'm saying y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. We like chatting with you each and every day, especially on Tuesdays when Coach Mac, Mully, and Bryce Williams are here. So we'll be doing a lot of that on today's show as well. So let us know what is on your mind. We'll continue the great ECU quarterback debate. We'll uh, get you ready for ECU Marshall. Look at week two, college football, week one of the NFL. Excitement time with football going on we got shirley Rhodes here we got the chan man here as well and as i said coach mac is in the house hello coach mac hello clip and crew we've got jamie skip tyler the regulars in the youtube chat uh we've got steve with a michigan avatar that says go blue (laughs) i mean steve it's tuesday Are, are you too focused on the win over east carolina hail to the victors you need to uh to start looking at those running rebels damon magazoo's got something for you coming up on saturday db coach at unlv uh what's up skip what's up jamie skip says i'm ready to get insulted today skip you only get insulted if you bring it on yourself i'm not out here to insult y'all i love y'all which is why i feel like i have to insult you if you deserve it i just got to keep it honest with you Tyler says, smash the like. Appreciate that. Jamie said, I love Coach Mack, but his, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. His, his Clemson playoff pick and saying the Pac-12 would survive. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you talk, you might be wrong sometimes. <laughs> Calzone is in the house. Man, I wish you could bring me a Calzone. That'd be good right What now. happened to the place that was Calzone's? Campus Calzone's? I don't know. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember one time I went in there and I paid entirely with change and they got mad. No, that was Seinfeld. Kramer did that, actually. (laughs) Uh, What's up, Calzone? So I am on such a streak with my college football picks. I'm now at 10 losses in a row. This is getting pretty historic. And I think even worse than that, we're not talking like basketball where upsets happen every night and it's hard to pick. Or baseball where any pitcher could be on and you could have any team beat anybody we're talking about college football where you got the same old teams and the same old stuff every year one week in the books two teams that i had in the college football playoff already have losses that's incredible so why isn't the guy upset with you i mean he's upset with me Man, they pick on me every day you're oh, here okay. only one hour oh, i got a week, you. so I we gotta I think they must kid because they care. That's my policy. If I'm not picking, 
I don't care for you. That's the way it is when coaching. If you stop, I tell the players all the time, if, if I'm not yelling at you, I don't care anymore. Yeah. So there you go. So you heard it. Give Coach Mack all you got. He's ready for it. Uh, Jamie actually said, I didn't think Coach Mack would ever be wrong, honestly. Hey, look, he's only a man. Yeah, you obviously didn't talk to Clip. He points out <laughs> all hey, the wrong things. I didn't have to do it today. I just read it out loud. Uh, so I guess we can start there, Coach. Maybe the, you want to go biggest surprises, biggest takeaways from week one? Two biggest surprises to me, Clemson and Colorado. Colorado putting up an offensive show. And, Unbelievable. You know, and, when, you know, and when you really think about it, TCU had four starters back from last year. Now, uh, did you expect them to play? I don't know if they played that poorly or Colorado played that well, but uh, but for sure they've got a quarterback and a wide receiver that are pretty darn good. But they had a lot of other good football players, and so much for chemistry and and guys playing together and understanding uh, their roles with uh, as it relates to the other players on the team. Just get you all new people if they're good enough, you can win the game. They played with a lot of confidence. They didn't look like they looked like they were a bigger, stronger, faster team. Um, that, that was totally unexpected. The Clemson thing was unexpected, but I'm not sure it was as unexpected as Colorado. But those were the first big shocks to me uh, in the in this college football season. And please, this is over overreaction week. Sure. Because of everything. Heisman Trophy, college football playoffs, this team sucks, this team's great. Uh, we should couch everything we say this week. Uh, Coach, could you pick this guy out of a lineup? Do you know this guy? I do not. All right. Sean Lewis is the offensive coordinator at Colorado, and Jason Nichols was here on Saturday with us, did a great job on our pre, post, and in-game coverage, and said Dion has the glitz and glamour and the we coming and we're here and all that stuff. But what he did do was assemble a good coaching staff. And Lewis was offensive. He was the head coach, I believe, at Kent State and came over to be the offensive coordinator at Colorado for Dion Sanders. So what he did do, while it's a lot of machismo and talking and all that stuff there's some x's and o's here and apparently they were firing on all cylinders on saturday you know one thing we still don't know about uh dion is how he's going to handle the other end of this which everybody every coach gets to you don't you don't win every game and you don't surprise everybody every week uh and and he talked it and walked it and did everything he was supposed to do halftime interview post game calling reporters out i've got the receipts you don't believe you know uh forget about you uh you know if this guy had had, had caught two more passes the the high school would be on chill in his dorm room i mean you know he had it all going on but that's while everything is going well what is Dion going to be like when uh, Nebraska beats them this week? Are you saying that's going to happen? Or? I didn't say that at all. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm with you. We talked about it yesterday. In sports in America, we love the rise, and we love to prop you up, and then, boy, do we love the fall and going <laughs> after you when you do fall. So you've got uh, that side of it coming up, no doubt, because, oh, by the way, the Pac-12 that is still in existence right now is Undefeated. the best conference in football Undefeated. in all of football. Uh, so you got some tough games coming up if you are Colorado. Uh, the other, what was your other one? Clemson last night? Yes. Chandler, we had Clemson 
three different ways last night <laughs> yes we sure did as homer simpson would say the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked they and look and i said this off the air before we got on the show but i said clemson sucks they suck now and you did say to me coach you said like that could be an overreaction what i will say is that they sucked last night they were terrible last night it seemed like the game plan for duke was just by far better than Davo swinney and his ball club from clemson this is spoken like a man who lost money on the game <laughs> and and, and the fans can't see chandler but he literally has no shirt on <laughs> oh, i could put well i could put my camera on if i need to, <laughs> to, to no pro, don't to, do it to, to prove that i do have a shirt on. he lost the shirt off his back yeah that last bet he was a little short on cash threw in a shirt and a chain and everything else but how disappointing man i mean from a top 10 school or a top 10 program and i had the question last week is i said all right clemson for the past few years has been a top five program in the elite they caught alabama for a very short period of time and they have been disappointing to start the year and i said last week i said well maybe this is the year they have clay uh uh k clubnik as their starting guy to start the year maybe this can be the year that they change that narrative maybe that's this is the year that they can start off and say all right clemson's back you all, and that was their chance last night, and man, did they fail. You all probably talked about this stat yesterday, but if you didn't, I, I'm not sure I saw a crazier stat uh, other than maybe uh, Hunter playing 125 snaps for Colorado. Yeah. But Clemson in the second half last night never punted and never scored. Well, we didn't talk about it yesterday because it hadn't happened yet. So you're the first one to bring it up. Oh, what, are we, what day are we? Well, the game happened last night. We hadn't had a show since We've then. We've had a lot of games. <laughs> um, never punted, never scored. If you were told half, that... They never punted and never scored. It sounds like a riddle, like you're supposed to figure out. Yeah. What, so what, uh, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, I mean, just so much sloppy play from Duke's side, too. Duke was a punt muff away in the first half from dominating and shutting them out going into halftime. Maybe shutting them out for the game. Well, think about all the ranked teams that that you know struggled in one way or another, or at some point in the game, whether it be Ohio State or or UCLA or Duke and Clemson uh, or uh, uh, South Carolina, Florida State, and Texas LSU in the first half had some very sloppy play. Yeah. Yeah, both teams in the first half. Both teams struggled in the first half. There were a lot of first-game exhibitions out there. I don't know if I was looking at uh, too critical of an eye, but I'm watching that that Florida State-LSU game, and I see a ton of drops and saw some great plays as well. But Travis, the Florida State quarterback, was trying to give it away a couple times, throwing a a ball from his end zone to two linebackers that could have picked it off and then drake may as good you know as good as he is two interceptions the other night um i don't know just a lot of week one sloppiness across the board yeah and, and again we're, we're prone to overreact to to everything i i've got uh, a bunch of virginia tech fans you know texting me during the first half and grant wells still is awful he ends up being the 18th ranked quarterback in the country in the first week and and uh all they can point out is the is the mistakes that he made you you pointed out jordan travis's he ends up being number one i think maybe in the uh, you know one one of the top five in the country maybe number one 
come to country yet at the end of the game with with all that he did. But uh, um, yeah, lot, lots to overreact to. I'm sure Ohio State fans are nervous. Uh, Alabama fans are are they are they too excited? And and speaking of all this, you know, we we got we had some great games, right? But when can we get the SEC to stop this BS with Middle Tennessee State and yeah. UT Martin and and Mercer and all? I mean, come on now, if you if he, if it just means more, act like it means more. I heard that this weekend, uh, Brandon Walker, his college football show, and he says if it's all about the TV money now and these conferences getting together to get the best TV deals and it's all about entertainment, give us some entertainment. Give us some good games. Or, you know, And we always have one or two that are these neutral side games and all that, but there's got to be more than just – we had Colorado TCU on Saturday – uh, the game that was on my list, Fresno did beat Purdue. Yeah, that was a yeah, good game. Yeah, that was a good game. I had Northern Illinois beating uh, Boston College. There you that. go, another one. Um, but we we lacked, I don't know, drama, and we lacked a lot of big time matchups. And, and another uh, another mini rant. All we've heard about is the the difference between the Big Ten and the SEC and everybody else. And Florida State's been crying about this and crying about that. Well, LSU has all these advantages. They're defending SEC West. They played for the championship. Yet it's forty five to twenty four. Is that the, is that the final score? You you beat them by three touchdowns, and you don't have any resources. That does all that really matter? What's your question? <laughs> Wait, was Brian Kelly complaining about something? Or are you saying with no, all I'm those sorry, advantages, for, no, what for, are you doing? Yeah, Florida State's complaining that they're at this huge disadvantage, but well, they right. go out there and just rock them. It, you know, maybe it, maybe the people make more difference than the money does. Could be. Could very well be. Uh, it was it Shane Beamer who was complaining about... Uh, Shane complained about everything. The chain gang eating hot dogs or and something. And of course, Matt oh, Brown grabbed him around the, the neck. Oh, and, and look, and he's complaining about that. Let's remember, they recovered that onside kick. Yeah, great play. Yeah, they were they recovered that onside kick, and what a gutsy call. And I mean, I just right when I thought I was going to like Shane Beamer, <laughs> right when I thought I was kind of leaning towards the Shane Beamer train. I hopped off quickly with that comment. I just I thought it was so disgusting. You know, we, the, you know what what really is quaint and 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 you know, uh, cuddly and and attractive to you when they're winning is not so much when they're getting their butt beat. I tell you what, I like gambling Chandler because you now have a lot of passion and a lot of uh, of anger. It's pretty transparent though. <laughs> yeah. If you bet on a team and they lose, they are in your doghouse and that's the way it should be, Chandler. No, and I'm, I like it. I, 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 look, I think it, for the sake of my position on this show, if you want to get more insight and more of my opinion on a football game, I guess I need to drive up to Virginia and place a bet. And whether I win or win, whether I lose, I'm going to have a say-so in the game. Well, so. we can go teams that are dead to us now, and that includes Clemson, South Carolina, LSU, LSU. Florida. Nah, I didn't take them. No, I did, but he I, did. that's fine. <laughs> he did. Here, here's the thing about Florida is that the difference between Florida and the three schools that we just mentioned is that I was busy at the football party uh, on Thursday, the Pirate Radio kickoff party. 
didn't get a chance to watch the game and kind of see how it unfolded. I I did watch the South Carolina game. I watched the LSU game on Sunday night. And that just miserable, miserable performance by the Tigers last night. So I guess me sitting there and spending my time watching these games, I have more insight or have more, I guess, an opinion on that game. But, yeah, there's there's some teams that are already on my hate list uh, after week one. Uh, just a lesson though you can't we, we might have to take these teams off the list at some point this season and look it, could, utah, it can change after one it, it can change after one week utah at least the last two years have been on my do not mess with list and then they just turn it on from october on so yeah. sometimes we got to come back to the table and say lsu you want to come back in yeah clemson I mean, look, you know. uh, but as of right now a team that we missed i think we all missed out on this weekend and i mean we don't have to jump on that train, but do we jump on the prime train? Do we jump on mm, the Colorado nah, train? I think if you're not on from the beginning, you stay off because it's going to derail at some. But point. you do have to admit that what they did, you don't have to be on the you don't have to be on the train though. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this line against Nebraska and saying, why is it three? I like Nebraska. Yeah, yeah I like Nebraska. It feels like a spot where they Although win. Nebraska, back in Nebraska Boulder, Kate score three. I don't know. I don't know about that. If Nebraska's up by seven with four minutes left, then uh, live bet Colorado. They cannot win a close game. And one thing, I do have a complaint, not about us. But, You've already but, had like eight. Go ahead. But uh, there, there is, there are some. There's one in particular, national radio guy, who it just drives me crazy. And I try to avoid this on here, but he uses sucks garbage trash crap to describe kids and programs and uh come on now i mean these are these are folks that are that are trying to do well and uh and nobody is nobody is one thing all the time and uh i really do try to avoid that that overreaction and that and being that derogatory now somebody somebody you must hate me somebody playing poorly i understand that you and call them out somebody making bad decisions call them out but you know i've heard this one guy in particular you know say this ad is among the best you know what a brilliant guy he was and and then the next week uh, he he's stupid he's just ignorant right uh, he's an idiot well if you were talking about pro sports i would say you're talking about colin coward but you're talking college sports so i don't know who you're talking about i am well i'll i'll leave it unsaid for now but uh but if you know i may have to bring it up at some point in time can i, can I ask you a question clip you just said i'll allow it all right you just said <laughs> and look i'm leaning towards prime i'm leaning towards colorado this weekend at boulder taylor's you, in shambles look over there. you just look you just said that colorado couldn't win the close game no did they just, no 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 you, nebraska can't win a close game all right the so, team they play this weekend okay so you're saying if nebraska's up seven with four minutes to Live go at colorado lob, okay i was about to nebraska say. is the one that can't win a close game matt rule had that one all see, but over the other night i could see the matt rule press conference after the game about we were the better team in the fourth quarter we were up seven we were up seven points with four minutes left to go in the game but it just didn't go our way i could see that happening if that was the situation going on in that game on saturday but let's say colorado does win and then they got colorado state at home how's oregon this year really good is bo nix still there they put up 81 points on saturday Bo nix is still playing 81 points they put up 81 points on saturday at oregon september 23rd i want to get to that game 
And speaking of 81 points, did you all look at the Texas Tech commit quarterback, what he did this weekend? Did not. Okay, here we go. Kid named, I think his name is Hammond. Big signee, committed to Texas Tech. He he throws for over 750 yards, runs for nearly 100 yards. He has over 800 yards total offense. Okay? They score 80 points. One less than Oregon scored, but they score 80 points and lost. <laughs> what, what is he in Texas? Is that yes. Texas high school football? Yes. Man. He, wow. had, he had over 800 yards in total offense. They score 80 and lost. That's brutal. Yeah, their defensive coordinator. That's, that's, pretty, have some that's pretty brutal. Man. Is that yards to yards. yards to points ratio? Like, I feel like they should score more if they have over 800 yards. She get into the hundreds or something. <laughs> yeah. They left some plays out there. Those are like fantasy numbers. Can I ask you another question? Man, I, yeah, the floor's open for questions. I want to ask you, what will it take from Prime? Have you had a Celsius or two today? No, this is my first rain today. All right. He can't afford a no, Celsius. No, I just <laughs> I, I, I'm fired up. No, I just want to ask. I said... I want to say, what will it take from Colorado and Prime to get you on that? All right, let's bet with with, with the Buffalo. I probably just won't do it because I, look, I am mushing everything I touch right now. So if I jump on, they're definitely going to lose this week. Um, I, for me, like you, go for it, man, because it's a fun story. But for me, I, I've seen too much of the. I like taking teams that look like crap the week before, to, which is why I kind of like Nebraska in this game. I like the up and down of sports. I don't like the the ride with. And now I, the question with Colorado is: This is something that I mean, I'm sure a lot of college coaches preach, but something as an East Carolina fan, Ruffin McNeil always preached the 24 hour rule. Is Colorado doing that because? Now, Dion, of course, had his comments after the game. Okay. He was a day a day after the game. He was on the Pat McAfee show talking about, you know, the TCU offensive coordinator overlooking his son, you know, this and that. Can I mean, this? I guess this is kind of where I'm going to fade Colorado. Can they get over this win? Can they focus on the next uh, game at task? Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it seems like maybe they're t- – I don't know. Maybe they're taking this win and kind of riding with it. I can't uh, wait till they win and Dion calls you out for what you're saying right now. I look, I, I will drive up to Boulder and be in that press conference to ask him a question to say, "Oh, hey, hey, brother," uh, to be like, "Hey, what's up, boss man? No, I, I heard you on I heard you on Pirate Radio talking about my club. You were that Coach Mac guy, right?" Uh, Noah said, I said Colorado would beat TCU in this chat last week, and I'm going to call it again and say they're going to beat Nebraska this Saturday. Well, good for you, Noah. Nobody cares about if you pick a game correctly. It takes a real man to lose 10 in a row. Yes, sir. Here's a question for both of you that I did. You know, I missed until just uh, when the AP just came out a little bit ago. How in the hell is Oklahoma ranked 18th? They put up uh, they put what, 73. Oh, Arkansas State. Because their name is well, so did Oregon. Oregon put up 81 against Portland Their State. name is Oklahoma is the only answer I have for you. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Which is why. Who do they got this week? SMU. Yeah. Okay. Give me the ponies plus the points. And what is that line? What, <laughs> do we know? 
<laughs> blind. I'm going in blind. No, I did see it. Uh, well, 16 and a half now. I thought it was higher than that when I first saw it. But either way, SMU to keep it close. I mean, I guess when you put up 73 points against really any kind of football team in college, I mean, I guess that kind of draws attention. And I mean, and with the name, were they preseason? They were ranked preseason, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if they were. I but, would think they were. Um, but I think with the name Oklahoma, with them putting up seventy three points, which is hard for anybody to do, I think that kind of pushed them into the top. 25. They were preseason coaches poll uh, seventeen when they were zero and zero because their name's Oklahoma. Mm. I mean, that's all I got. But uh, it'll all work. As, well, speaking of rankings, why is Clemson ranked ahead of Duke in one of the polls? Well, I, I, I didn't think the polls came out till this afternoon. And I saw Clemson's a, 25th in the AP, and Duke is uh, 21. What was the the poll I saw that had Clemson? None of them came out till today. Right. Uh, I saw it today, I thought. Unless, None of them uh, were updated this morning. Uh, the, the AP finally updated right before we went on the air. <clears throat> Colorado in the top 25. It just feels like there's going to be a downfall at some point. And look, Mike P, with his comment on YouTube, I think this is, I, and I didn't think about this, but this makes me want to put money on Colorado and drive up to uh, to Virginia and put money on Colorado. He says Chandler just wants Prime to beat the crap out of Rule this weekend. Maybe that's the case. We can't get too emotional and too personal, Chandler. You are just you I've never seen you like this before. Rule won for you last week. That is true. That is Why true. not ride the hot hand? That's one of our few week one wins, Chandler. <laughs> We're husking corn, baby. Eric Crouch, Tom Osborne. Ah, man, I don't know. Charlotte, um, we, t- we need to take a break. When we return, let's dive a little more into week two, Coach Matt. See I'm, what ready. We got. I'm ready. I'm uh, ready. We got to make our top 10 team to lose our picks. Top 10 team to lose this week. Top 25 team to lose this week. I'm picking the same team, top 25 team to lose until they lose. So they didn't last week. I'm picking them again. I'll tell you who that is <laughs> and more when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Got a fresh Mike Houston cut sheet from earlier today at his press conference. Also heard from Marlon Gunn, Dustin Hall, and Taylor Jackson. You'll hear that coming up later on in today's show, partly in hour two and partly in hour three when Bryce Williams joins us 
inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Mike Houston talked about the quarterback play from Alex Flynn and Mason Garcia on Saturday. If there's any chemistry concerns when you play two quarterbacks, uh, he talked about Marshall, uh, Jack Powers. The targeting call has been overturned, so Jack Powers will play the entire game coming up on Saturday. And some bad news, Kerry King out for the year. The East Carolina wide receiver will miss this season. Coach Houston uh, said he was heartbroken about that news. So we'll have all that coming up later on. Um, I do I do want to say happy 13th anniversary to one of the greatest games I've ever seen in Daddy Ficklin Stadium. EC versus Tulsa. Dominic Davis to Justin Jones for the win on a Sunday Yep, in Daddy Ficklin Stadium. So, Ruff's uh, first game, first uh, Ruff's first game, and the uh, I guess the debut of the Boneyard. So happy anniversary to that. And I think the call on Sports Center was "Hail Mary, Hell Yeah," if I'm not mistaken. Did I make that up? No, I didn't make that up, did I? No. Thank you, Shirley. Best in the business, especially when she agrees with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I was going to say something before Chandler dropped that juicy nugget in. And what I was going to say was, oh, Pirate fans, rough couple of weeks ahead. But if you can just hold on, like Wilson Phillips said, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be all right. Because Coach Mack said we're going to start 0-3. Yeah, what a prediction. And then go to the American and only lose one game the rest of the year, go to the AAC championship. I'm still good with that. So you lose can- to – can you predict the bowl game and if we will win that bowl game? <laughs> He's only got us up no. to the championship. He didn't even predict that game yet. We don't even know if we're going to win the championship. But we know we're going to lose Saturday. We know we're going to lose at App State. That is going to be a long, dreadful fifth quarter. And all I'm going to do is just play Coach Max comments on repeat that things are about to turn around. There you go. We're going to find our one quarterback, go with him, and uh, and have a tremendous year. Now wait a minute, you want you want the two quarterback system? I do, but I think in your scenario for it to happen, they're just going to have to go with one, and that's when they start winning ball games in our fantasy land world. All right, um, so hold tight, Pirate Nation. All right, speaking of uh, bad picks, like we talked about in segment one, we were awful with our top twenty-five, top ten picks last week. In fact, Chandler has the only win at the table. There weren't a lot of choices. Wait a minute. I know. I'll wait a minute. What do you got? I thought you had <laughs> Fresno State over Purdue. That was not a top 25 game, but oh. I appreciate you reminding people that I did indeed pick that okay. game. Oh, I, I, I didn't want to give credit where He's credit was due. Up. I, no, I, I, I yeah. didn't think about that, but I mean, that was a good call. Fresno State goes to <laughs> Purdue and, Thank you. It was and, a great and knocks call. off the Boilermakers. I had Florida State losing to LSU. That didn't work out. And I had Tulane losing to South Alabama. Chandler pick florida state to beat lsu he was correct there he had i think it was going to be a beat down like it was he had south carolina beating north carolina that did not happen coach mack had lsu beating florida state and had florida beating utah as we got closer to that kickoff thursday night it came out that the utah quarterback was out that line started getting lower and lower and i was like man max got something here uh utah still dominated yeah, yeah I was wrong with good. them. But I did say, uh, while that's who I picked, I was pulling for Florida State and Utah. But uh, So I came out okay. That's called like emotional hedging. Exactly. I do a lot of that in the NFL, especially when Washington's favored like they are this weekend. <laughs> Just who, who are they favored against? The, the Cardinals. Oh. You know, their starting quarterback Somebody is. with even more trouble. 
the, the starting quarterback is either going to be Clayton Toon, Clayton Toon, or Joshua Dobbs. Those are the quarterbacks they have right now. They're they're tanking. I know about Josh Dobbs. Where's Toon from? Clayton Toon, and I can't wait till they announce him as a starter, so I can say this was his numbers last time he played against my favorite team. Because last year he came to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium as the Houston quarterback. Him and Tank Dale, <clears throat> and now I need to stall. Uh, they won forty-two to three. Tune four hundred thirty-five yards, four touchdowns. Oh, so, he, he, so he's he good. Tuned up the Pirates. How last did year. Tank Dale do in that game? The Houston Texans. I will never know. There's no way to know. All right, my picks. Top ten team to lose this week. There's only one option really to choose from, unless you want to put the boys on the table, Chandler. I know you like to do that from time to time. I mean, sometimes, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be this week. And I don't even believe – I don't think I want to ask Coach Mack about this game. I'm, I'm probably going to take Bama. I know Wager McGee, who will join us later this week, is taking Texas. I don't know about outright, but definitely it's the spread. I will take uh, Texas to beat Alabama for the purposes of this exercise. Who's your top ten upset, Chandler? Or not um, upset, but top ten team to lose man by the way texas number 11 in the country see nah i'm not gonna go with that i was gonna go with man this stinks yeah it's a bad it's a bad week for this uh game yeah bad week for the top 10 good week for the top 25 um why not you know what wolfpack upsets notre dame in raleigh okay they're like number 13 right Notre Dame's 10. Notre Dame's 10, yeah. Okay. All right. That that counts. I don't think that's going to happen either. I but. mean, look, I mean, Sam Hartman looked good in Dublin, Ireland, um, what, two weeks ago. NC State showed some concerns, I think, offensively against UConn. So that was week zero. Did Notre Dame play last week? Yes, they beat Tennessee State 100 to nothing. They beat okay. Eddie George in Tennessee State. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Notre, Dame a, or something. Notre Dame a seven and a half point favorite in this game, so it could be an upset. It's over six and a half. What, what do we set that line at? What, what I think seven? Max seven. would call that an upset. Seven. Um, so I, I will take NC State at home uh, against Notre Dame for my top ten upset. Good work there. I did not... Uh, okay. I don't. I didn't have the latest poll in front of me. So is Texas top ten now? Eleven. Okay, thought so. Uh, um, all right, Mac, your top ten pick. Those are the two choices, really. Alabama and uh, Notre Dame were my two choices, and I, gosh, I don't know, but uh, I'll go Bama. Okay, I think that one's more likely than the uh, Notre Dame NC State. All right, my top twenty-five team to lose. I'm going to just take them until they lose, and I hope it's this week. I'm going Tulane. I had South Alabama to beat them last week. Didn't happen. Michael Pratt was amazing. Uh, this week, a little tougher test. They got the lane train and Ole Miss, so I will take Ole Miss to beat Tulane. Chandler? Uh, I'm going to have Charleston Southern beat Clemson. No, I'm just kidding. Um, go with it. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go – I had it here and I forgot – Let's see. Top 25. Coach Mack, are you ready? No. I want to see who he picks first. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. Here's here, here's where I'm going to go. Miami beats Texas A&M at home. Uh, Texas, Texas A&M is 23rd in the country. Texas A&M is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Um, so I'll take Miami beating the Aggies. Who, who won that game last year? Texas A&M. Okay, they won at home last year. Yeah. All right, Coach Mack. All right, there are a bunch of people that could lose in this group. Okay, Texas, Utah, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Colorado, A&M, mm. Tulane. All those teams could lose this week, and of course you've got the the, the matchup Ole Miss and Tulane. Which did you mention Iowa? Was, I almost took Iowa to lose to Iowa State. I was not ranked, so th- that that wouldn't be good. But I'm going to hedge my bet and game. I'm going to game the system here. I'm going to game the system. Okay. I'm taking Texas. Wait, so okay. <laughs> I'm going one and one, boys. <laughs> You all may go zero and two, but I'm going one and one. Okay, is this equivalent to my Tennessee pick last year? No, I had Tennessee beating Alabama. He's got Texas beating Alabama. He also has Alabama beating Texas. Keep up. Come on oh, now. Sorry. He's I'm hedging. Sorry. Man, he's going to get on the board. That, that doesn't count, Coach. He's going to get that. on the board with a win. No, you can't do that. That's, <laughs> no, you can't do that. I mean, he's given up a loss, so why not? All right, go for it. I mean, I. <laughs> I what if it ends in a tie? I think it's quite yellow and cowardly myself. It's very cowardly. Although it is smart as well because I might go, I might go zero and four to start this damn thing. So it's not the worst thing in the world. I I'm guess. not going zero and four, boys. He refuses to go zero and four. That's a that's a smart play, coach. Smart play. All right, let's uh, take another break. We'll come back. More to go with Coach Mag. I did jot down a few games last week. I had my my eight games to watch four that i thought would be good games three out of those four were the other being south carolina north carolina but i did jot down some more games for this week and uh we'll run over the week two slate and have more for you after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Caleb Stroud of Stroud's Marine grew up on the water and has loved boating his entire life. And that's why in 2012... He decided to give back to the marine community by creating a way for boaters to pre-order, or excuse me, order pre-owned salvaged marine parts online. Stroud Marine was born to offer incredible prices and unparalleled customer service, and their mission is to save you money and get you back on the water as quickly as possible. Visit StroudsMarine.com today for more information. Stroud's Marine, your best source for salvaged outboard parts. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. If you like college football, Tuesday from 3 to 4, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about with Mac McCarthy this season, and that'll roll us right into college hoops. So, uh, Mac's not an NFL guy. We'll save that for other times and days. Thanks. We'll go all college football, and uh, 
it gets me more into college football. It certainly got Chandler more into college football. So uh, I'm enjoying this, Coach. Yeah, I think his I think his ride up to the Virginia border got him into college football, <laughs> and it's quickly going to get him out of college football. <laughs> I'm not even going to watch college football. This week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last week I jotted down a few games, kind of off the radar games. You've got some big ones this week, but. Uh, a little off the radar coach games i think could be pretty good keep an eye on them and last week my list three out of four were good games tight games the one that missed was north carolina south carolina and one of my biggest takeaways from week one was and it's only one week it's overreaction tuesday whatever but north carolina played defense and that was the difference in that game yeah sack and rattler gene chiswick that's one of the bigger surprises of the week, to no be doubt. honest. All right, so uh, here's a, a short list, Coach. Tell me if these games are going to be any good. How about UCF? They rolled up a million points uh, against Boise State in Boise. Yeah. Boise hung with Washington for a little while, and then it got ugly. Yeah, yeah and and it may be the same again. But uh, but that's, that's a, an under-the-radar good game, in my opinion. But I think UCF might be the – they might be the one surprise team of the of the four teams from the American that bumped up to the Big 12. All right, so last week I had UCLA Coastal on my list. You said they'd probably get away from the Chanticleers. They hung around, yeah. kind of. made it in. All right, how about this week? And UCLA, big favorites again. UCLA at San Diego State. Yeah, and, and San Diego State, they picked a bad time not to be as good as they've been for the last decade or yeah. whatever. But uh, I think UCLA, uh, you know, they showed they showed me enough to to make me think that they're still going to be one of those teams in the in the Pac-12, and and of course the Pac-12 still undefeated. <laughs> UCLA fourteen point favorites in that game. Yeah, so. I think I chose this one because it'll be the only game I'm able to watch. Uh, ten thirty at night, Oklahoma State at Arizona State. Yeah, no, nope, not into it. Yeah, three thirty, Iowa at Iowa State. Always, always got to watch that one, the Cyhawk Trophy. And six o'clock, SMU at Oklahoma. Oh, no, but, but, but back up, back up on Iowa out in, on Iowa. You know, you know the deal that where they where they gave the offense, where they gave the team, you must score twenty five points a game. They scored 24 against kind of a mediocre opponent. Yeah. And so somewhere along the line, they've got a, they've got to average 25.1 now the rest of the season to make it. So uh, that, that was one to watch. And, of course, Iowa may not have anybody left because they, like Chandler, are betting on every game. <laughs> they scored like 14 points in the first five, six minutes. They had uh, some, two early touchdowns and then just turned into Iowa after that. SMU at Oklahoma – do you think Oklahoma's overrated? And, I do. And maybe SMU can hang around. I, you know, I'm, I don't know enough about SMU, but I, I, I do think they're, uh, you know, they're, they're in the ACC now. All right. There's just five games kind of off the beaten path to, to keep an eye on for Saturday. Um, so where do you stand on Texas Bama? Seven o'clock ESPN. I really think Texas can win the game. Uh, you know, they. Alabama, I, I, we have no idea what Alabama has. They, you know, they were com- they completely overmatched uh, Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Uh, the quarterback did look good. Uh, Milrow did look good, uh, but uh, you know, Texas continues to have great players. Can Ewers play? They barely lost to them last year. Yeah, and great of course, game. Of course, that was in in Austin. This one will be a little bit different in Tuscaloosa. And uh, Saban is a little bit crusty. When he's crusty, they're usually pretty good. And uh, a lot. Of people criticizing him for how he's handling the media but uh i guess he's earned the right to to do about anything he wants as long as they keep winning 
most likely let down i got how about this one coach this one's interesting to me i might have to add it to the list so baylor just lost to texas state and now they got it yeah and they're going to play they got utah, utah at home and, and utah without the still without cam rising again that could be one colorado could be one give me baylor give me baylor on saturday do you guys know who the quarterback is at texas state i know who the coach is gj kenny former quarterback of tulsa the quarterback at texas state is former auburn quarterback tj T- finley yeah, TJ Finley and he LSU, had a, and he had LSU a, slash Auburn slash yeah. Texas State and had a great game. Had a great game last week. So he he had a great game last week against Baylor. No, he's not related to Ryan Finley. Is he related to former California Angel Steve Finley? I have no idea. Center fielder in the nineties. <laughs> I just know he's not related to Ryan Finley. Is he related to former color. Wisconsin Badger Michael Finley? I need to know these things. I don't know. I have no idea. He was a good player coach. Michael Finley. Maverick. All right. um, So, Baylor. uh, Let's do a little roller coaster here, Coach. Who's either going up or going down? I think Baylor could maybe go back up. Um, Do we have a a Notre Dame let down at State? North Carolina let down against Appalachian State? Uh, if if app was better i, I would think like that app. would be one but i just don't think app's very good this time okay and and they may mess my prediction up they they could very well lose to the pirates next week a florida state let down against southern miss no i think seminoles the real deal no, they they got so much momentum coming out of that game i pity i pity the fool you pity the fool so one of the biggest upsets ever in college football i want to say it was usc stanford i'll look it up but uh, USC twenty eight and a half point favorite against Stanford. That's a lot week. of points. I know. I know Stanford's not very good, but come on now. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find that. I want to say I'm accurate in like the biggest outright win ever was uh, was maybe that Stanford game. Um, all right. So, what are we going to be talking about next Tuesday? Well, we'll see. Dion losing and uh, going off in a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he may not have the receipts. What does Dion say after a loss? Yeah, we may, we may not know for a while. That's true. If, if they can get by this one, I hope they get by Colorado State because you know they got week four and week five, Oregon and USC. That's I, crazy. I'm hoping crazy. they just win to make those just massive games. They'll be. I mean, game day may just park or Fox or well, Fox Big Noon is yeah. in the Colorado camp. Yeah, Fox would definitely park. Boulder, bus. Colorado is yeah. a great town. Man, all right. Well, uh, well, good stuff, Coach. By the way, uh, the Mac McCarthy podcast returning. Yes. When are we? When are we doing that? I believe we're doing that tonight. And surely, Six can o'clock? we hear a clip of Mac McCarthy and John Mosley, formerly? On that ECU uh, bench, coaching the uh, Pirates and now uh, doing big things. Let's hear a part of that podcast you'll be hearing later tonight. You gave me an unbelievable opportunity to go back to a place. I get choked up thinking about it. Uh, East Carolina has been so so much of an influence in my life. Um, through the people that I've met, the relationships that have been built, really it's a place that allowed me to grow from a boy to a man. And so... Uh, you don't know what you did for me and giving me that opportunity, but I tried to reward you by absolutely working my rear end off. And um, and when we, you know, financially, you knew it was a sacrifice for me, but you said, hey, here's some things you can do. 
and here's some things with camp you can do. And, man, those things stuck with me throughout my time as a coach. And when I did finally get an opportunity, I made sure that I treated people the way you treated me. And um, I don't know. I think you know because I try to tell you every darn time we talk to you how much it means to me. But uh, it was just a big deal. That's uh, great stuff. Coach. Really cool to hear, Coach. Yeah, John Mosley. What a great success story! Uh, I hope you tune in to to listen to uh, uh, again. Some of you are aware of, of John's story, and uh, even more of you know John. But uh, John Mosley now the president of Lincoln University in Jefferson City, Missouri. Mister President, that's pretty awesome. So uh, got that on the way tonight at six o'clock, and you can also download it where you get your podcast apple and otherwise uh johnny stat says baylor will be without their starting quarterback against utah might be helpful (laughs) uh app state gonna be without their quarterback for a little while they keep an eye and east carolina we don't know who the quarterback is we'll have both of our quarterbacks what do you think about a two quarterback system coach you know, I don't recall it working very many places, but but I understand the you know the the, the game is different and uh, times are different. Um, I, you know, I, it, it wouldn't bother me. Uh, they, I just don't know how you necessarily go about. Do you have just a package? Like, do you have like Auburn the other day used uh, Ashby as a like goal line kind of guy? Mm-hmm. He 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 was in from the in the red zone kind of deal, and the other quarterback, uh, uh, you know, uh, Peyton Thorn was uh he was the regular quarterback and uh he kind of played in between the 30s and so uh, i don't i don't know I, i'm i'm not saying it's impossible at all well you, when you think about east carolina and you think about two quarterback systems of course you think about the coach mo era with uh, i think it happened two or three separate times uh and of course that did not work out with coach mo but if you go if you go back to a time that you were here coach uh coaching basketball uh, it happened under Skip Holtz with Rob Cass, Patrick Pinckney in 2007. They won the mm-hmm. Hawaii Bowl. And then, of course, in 2008, they ended up winning a conference championship and going to the Liberty Bowl. So it can happen. But uh, in recent memory, it has not worked out in East Carolina's favor. All right, Coach Mack, great stuff. Enjoyed it. Look forward to it every week, guys. Chad's talking Colorado on the chat. Said, does anybody else remember Dion's music career? Must be the money. Of course I remember that. It's one of my favorite songs in 1994, whatever it was. Uh, It's uh, Chandler's new walk-up music. (laughs) Where did my money go? Let's take a break. When we return, the Mully Man will join us. Talk more college football. Little NFL, look at the MLB playoff races and have more for you on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday Back with you after this. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. Can I go out? Yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dep House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership 
to join driveherenow.com. Get your car shopping today at driveherenow.com and choose a location near you. Driveherenow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Let me Google something real quick. NFL's oldest rivalry. Yeah. It's coming up Sunday. I thought it was Packers-Bears. And Mike Mullins, it is the oldest rivalry in the NFL. Chandler's uh, Panthers have a division game to open up the season, as do you. Gets kind of real early on for Jordan Love and the Pack. Yeah, and a and a offensive Bears thing. Yeah, uh, welcome to uh, the new age. They are scoring a lot of points and not stopping anybody with Justin Fields. So interested to see how that one pans out. Big NFL news, by the way, today. Travis Kelsey, uh, the Chiefs play two nights from now. Travis Kelsey injured at practice today. Um. Adam Schefter said, Andy Reid told reporters, Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee. His status for Thursday night is uncertain. And they're also going to be without their uh, best D lineman, Young. Chris Jones? Jones, Jones, yeah. Jones, uh, you know, hadn't inked his deal yet, so I guess he's, uh, and if he does, I can't imagine he would be a significant contributor on Thursday night. So we got Bosa doing that with the Niners. We've got Jones doing that with the Chiefs. What's the Brian Burns update in Charlotte, Chandler? As of right now, it's like it was yesterday. There is no uh, update to be had. Uh, Brian Burns still holding out, trying to ink a deal with the Panthers. And uh, if I had to guess right now, when it comes to Sunday at 1 o'clock in Atlanta, he will not be uh, dressed out in uniform for the Panthers. Well, again, even if he is, you know, his effectiveness, I mean, how how many snaps can you play if you hadn't? You know, kind of been at it. You know, it'd be it'd be tough. Yeah, certainly wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't get a Travis Hunter night out of him. Well, no. <laughs> we'll know the status of Chase Young tomorrow. He's not holding out. He's just hurt again. Starting to get frustrating. Yeah. And you know what though? It, it's an interesting deal because these guys, you know, with the extra regular season games, it's almost like, hey, let's sit out a couple. Let's see how it works out financially. No big deal. We don't really need you healthy to start the season. I mean, to me, it kind of feels like the season starts about four games in. Because you really... Well, here's the important thing. You can play your way out of it in four games, but you can't win it in the first four games. Here's the interesting thing with my team and your team is that we start the year off. I don't know know what the week two slate is for for the Packers, but the first two games of the season for the Carolina Panthers are divisional games. We play Atlanta at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Next week, it'll be a doubleheader on Monday night. We are the first game of that doubleheader it'll be panthers at home against the saints so um right off the bat the panthers have some pretty important games to uh, be played the packers are just uh tailing the panthers they got the falcons week two the saints week three and then uh back in the division against the lions on thursday night football but those three teams i mean between the 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 panthers and their two opponents there's nobody there that strikes a ton of fear in your heart i mean it's i get they're in the division but if you go one and one there okay Neither, it's not, and you could, they could win those, they could win both those games without, because again, nobody in that division is necessarily overly scary for, for, and I totally agree. As it relates to the long haul. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of a, I mean, it is what it is. And, and obviously, being a Panthers fan, I get, I get your point on that. But 
it's not a, uh, a kind of an unsurmountable deal if they you know come out one on one in those games. I understand. Molly, do your boys play fantasy football? No. Really? Well, I say that Matt, but yeah, the youngest one does. He's got a little. I don't know that it would necessarily be fantasy football in the purest form, which I, I guess there's so many different ways you yeah. can play fantasy football now. But yeah, he has a little pick'em deal he does on the weekends. And I mean, years ago, man, I, I got into the fantasy football thing and got so absorbed in it, I couldn't even enjoy a game. How many years are we talking? This has been a number, like pre Molly and Clip. Relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is. I mean, because I never knew you as a fantasy guy. Yeah, I got into it one year, man, and I like it was an obsession. And I was like, "This is, this <laughs> is, I can't Damn. do this." I wish I knew you then. No, I no, you don't. Because I, I mean, it was I. I couldn't even watch a game. Like I didn't care. I could care less who won games. See, I've been able to separate that somehow. I'm still, you know, Washington first, and then whatever happens. Yeah, I, I don't have to watch. But you, every you game. have a little bit more of that gaming mindset than I do. I mean, you you enjoy picking games, and that's not that's just not my. I get so invested in it, and I have no control over it. Yeah, that is true. Control what you can control. Right. You can't control what quarterbacks can be playing for East Carolina. Mike Houston can. Yes, he can, and, and he will, and he will. And uh, Shirley, can we hear cut two from Mike Houston today? He had his weekly press conference. Talked about the quarterback play on Saturday. Well, I think that uh, both of them um, did some really, really good things on Saturday. Uh, and I think both of them had stretches on Saturday where they played really well. Uh, both of them had some, uh, some, some stretches where they, they, can, they can play better and they know they, they will play better. And uh, I think that was a, you know, that's a pretty daunting stage for your first college start, you know, or your, your, I guess your second college start. The first one was during the pandemic in front of nobody. Um, and I thought that Mason responded really, really well in the second half. I thought Alex did a great job coming in, in the second quarter uh, and played really well off the, off the bench. Um, so I think there's things that both of them can, can take from that and build on and, and areas that they can improve on. So that's what we'll focus on this week. Uh, and, you know, just excited to get the opportunity to go back out on Saturday and, uh, and play again. That's the great thing about our sport. We get a, we get a, we get a chance this weekend to go back out and, and do it again. Let's go to cut three. Gully, uh, WITN, asking coach, is he concerned about the quarterback-wide receiver chemistry when you play two quarterbacks? Well, I think, uh, I think the chemistry piece is with um, you know, our entire offense for the most part. I mean, that's, you had five guys on the offensive line that were playing together for the very first time on Saturday, uh, and they're fairly youthful. Um, you know, you've, you've got uh, some guys at skill positions that are playing together for the very first time. Uh, a little bit the same way with the secondary uh, defensively. Uh, I think chemistry is something that, uh, you know, it comes about by, by doing it. You know, by, you know there's, no, there's no way you can create it. You can try to create it in practice, but it's truly created on game day. Uh, I think last Saturday uh, is, a, is a great, um, you know, first step, uh, and this Saturday will be the next. And so hopefully we see... Uh, some fruits of last Saturday's uh, performance, and uh, we see a much smoother execution this Saturday. All right, there you go, Mike. He didn't really get to the quarterback wide receiver part of it. Okay. I, look, I, I think that was completely indicative of everybody that I've talked to that every statement made about the game this weekend ends in a question mark. The only thing that I think that, that like for me, my takeaway was, you know what, these these running backs are pretty good. Like, yeah. I, I feel feel really good about that. But even as you go, you know, the defensive line, you you want, you know, you feel like, okay, we, but that's still a little bit of a like, the defensive line was pretty good. Yeah. But then you're also going, 
But we, you had a quarterback that I don't know that their plan was to necessarily run the football with him in there because he was electric. So I don't know that you know. I mean, what they did, what they allow, 100 and some yards rushing. 120-something. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's a good day against Michigan. But also, do you temper that with the fact that, you know, you, you, you saw a lot of depth guys from Michigan fairly quickly in the second half. And it kind of even felt like as they were heading into halftime, it was a little bit of cruise control by Michigan. But um, I, look, I, I think there's a ton of ton of questions to be answered. I, um, obviously, the biggest one is is who's going to end up. Somebody's going to ultimately be the quarterback. I, I don't see this, you know, this two quarterback system lasting for for uh, for the remainder of the season. Um, but I, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to to see growth, to see progress. How much of that can what 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 barometer does Michigan give you relative to what the rest of the conf or what the conference and the rest of the schedule looks like? Yeah, I just feel like that was an exhibition. I almost compared it to like a wrestling match. Michigan had their own referee in there. They had everything was set up for them to win. Uh, East Carolina to get a big check, and then you go on home and play real games. And you're like, we're not gonna see anything like that the rest of the year. Everything's gonna be an even playing field for the most part. And, and you know, you and I spoke that that night or the next night. I I wasn't overly impressed with Michigan, but the point is that's what Michigan does to you. They 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 they're not very flashy. They're, they're not gonna light it on fire, right? Yeah. And they, you know, and you felt like, or I felt like, you know, they could have they they could have scored fifty. Uh, had they, you know, had they rode the whole game with the starters, um, you know, my takeaway is, is, is evaluating the quarterbacks just purely from the standpoint of a fan's fans' eye view is that what Flynn did, he did against their number ones, and I, I didn't obviously think he, I don't think he played great, but I certainly don't think he played poorly. Uh, I think he just seemed to be more prepared for the moment than maybe what Garcia was. Now, what Garcia did on the back end against their depth guys. I think is what you're going to have to see the offense go to to see Mason Garcia have success. The intermediates, real simple passing game, uh, not a whole lot of decision making to take place uh, at least early until you know he he gets comfortable. Yeah, and we talked about it yesterday. I guess uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick saying that a lot of those runs were RPOs, yep. and Mason's got to do a better job, and, and Alex Flynn's got to do a better job of of reading and and making the right decision there and that comes with experience and again we talk about experience and chemistry and mike houston said that happens when you're on the field playing and you're losing half the time if you're you're splitting it up between two quarterbacks so i don't know what the answer is i i'm okay with going with two right now and and figuring it out yeah i don't think you have it i i mean i could could you I mean could you make a legitimate argue, argument either way that one should be the guy? Like I, I don't know how you would I don't know how because for every you know everything in the plus column for one guy there's something in the negative column for that guy you know so yeah. I don't know how you would I don't know how you could do anything other than go with two. Yeah, and it looks like that's the plan at least moving forward. Donnie Kirkpatrick did say something on the Brian Bailey show that by the time we get into conference play. We'll, we'll have a, an answer on quarterback. So what is this, four weeks, like a dress rehearsal? Well, type I, thing? yeah, I guess so. And I, you know, but I just, I, I hope, hopefully, you know, again, and look, it's not like Marshall's bad. I mean, you know. There's, Marshall's favored to beat East Carolina. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. So no. it's it's not like you're going to say, all right, we can go out and have a, a scrimmage game and figure it out our, ourselves. No. We're not going to have the Michigan advantage this weekend. You know, it, so so this is going to be a lot of OJT, and uh, we're going to have to figure it out kind of as as they take their lumps. 
a lot of what on the job training ah okay well so i mean you know trial by fire i guess it goes back to what coach said you 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 know you only gain experience by playing uh how you feel about week two against marshall (laughs) i guess you go back to the i don't know (laughs) i don't know i have no idea same you know same thing we talked about last week i wanted to do this so chandler how let's get a, a tuesday vibe check chandler one to ten what's your vibe level i'm gonna go seven right now all right you're a seven east carolina marshall tell me why east carolina is going to win this game what do you know and what have you seen so far that makes you say east carolina is going to win this game i think i mean defensively i think i going into the season even prior to the michigan game we talked about the the defense going to be able to put us in situations to win uh and just about i i'd say every single game except this michigan game that we played this past weekend but i think the i think the defense is going to get us and put us in good situations we saw that the special teams can put uh our opposing teams in you may maybe dire situations we saw that in michigan when we pinned them in the inside their own five yard line and i think there's offensively All right, we've got defense we got special teams now I mean, I think to the offense. I think offensively, I think there was some. I think we got three running backs that can cause some havoc. Whether that's Rajay Harris with his power run, Marlon Gunn with his speed and his power run, and then you saw some good things out of Javius Bond uh, this past weekend. Um, I guess the two quarterback situation is a concern, but it could also be a positive. Throwing defenses offline, um, but I think we saw some great things out of Jalen Johnson. So. Um, and I'm not impressed with what Marshall did this past weekend against Albany. Now, Mike Houston said in his press conference that Marshall probably didn't show all that they're going to show what we're yeah. going to see on Saturday. Um, but I think that I like that Marshall is a favorite. When I say a favorite, it was three and a half to it was a pick'em right off the bat. Got up to three and a half. Now it's still sitting at three, which I announced yesterday. It went down a half a point. It's still at three now. Um, I, I like East Carolina's chances this Saturday against the Thunder and Hurt. Remember what Marshall did week two last year? Uh, beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. And South Bend. That was their week two matchup. Also last year, just looking at a, a common opponent, uh, Marshall lost to Coastal Carolina 24-13. to They beat App State last year 28-21. We're talking about a team that won nine games. Yeah, year, they're a good football team. Solid program. Yeah. Now, looking at this Marshall game coming up this, this weekend – if you want to kind of see where is there a common ground with the game that was in 2021, Mike Houston talked about it in his press conference. We talked to Taylor Jackson, the middle linebacker for East Carolina. They do have the Ali kid at running back who yeah. gave East Carolina fits back in 2021. East Carolina coming back. What a comeback that was. Uh, down 17 in the fourth quarter. They ended up getting the win in Huntington that year. Uh, but Ali, you got to watch out for that guy when it comes to that martial offense. Newton on YouTube says the weather this weekend may influence the game. 60% chance of rain. I'm just ready to be there. You know what I was thinking about last night, Chandler? That first third down on defense. Money down. And the crowd gets hype and you get up and get. I just, we haven't had that in a long time. No. That crowd, that, that's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, just the small things, right, Clipper? Just the. Uh, I love. I mean, that's no. I get it. That's and that's the beauty of college. The football. little things are the big. Are the that's the beauty. Okay, I don't know how yeah. to say it. But I love the, the. They all add up to be the big things. I love the mantra of the the money down and like the graphics they show on the scoreboard of the money. The the defensive players on on the field doing the money. 
uh, signs. And then so, giving up seven yards on third and five. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, the only time that doesn't <laughs> feel quite as good is when it doesn't work out. And then the deflating feeling when they get a first down right. and you got to sit down. That is true. And be like, man. Hey, but that first but third that down, man. That, I had fun. That first third down on Saturday is going to be fun. It, it, sometimes it don't end up the way you think it's going to be, but you got to enjoy the journey. Sometimes it's not about the destination. So this weekend seemed to be a huge overreaction weekend for the first weekend of college football. Mm-hmm. So all right, we'll start talking we'll Colorado. Go, we'll go in reverse. Can we go as recently as last night? Yeah. I, I, oh my God. So is Clemson that bad, or is Duke I think that they're good? that bad. I it, it, I think Duke's tough. I think Duke uh, that quarterback. No, they're good. Duke's good. Riley Duke, Leonard is good. He is good. How about their schedule? What we got? Oh, it's a joke. It, difficult. But Clemson. I mean, is Dabo, is the Dabo magic? They've lost three out of four, hmm. three out of their last four games, and have been blown out. South Carolina got them. Did they win their bowl game? They won the bowl. They won the ACC championship. Was the one they didn't lose. Okay. They played the Cheez It Bowl last year. Oh, they got beat. Was that the Orange uh, bowl, uh, Tennessee? Yes, and they were shorthanded. I mean, they had guys. Set, of course, both both sides had guys set out, but. So Duke's got okay, they can get to four and oh. Why how about this? So if they, they can beat Lafayette, beat Northwestern, beat Yukon. Yep, and then here we go. September thirtieth, Notre Dame at Duke. College game day in Durham. I can see it. For a top ten matchup. After that they got State. After that they got Florida State. After that they're on the road at Louisville. Then they got Wake. Then they got at Carolina, Virginia, and Pitt. Yeah, that little uh, that run Notre Dame State, Florida State, Louisville, tough run. That is a tough run. That is a tough run. But man, just setting up uh, September thirtieth, Notre Dame at Duke. That would be like the, if if Notre Dame stays where they are, top ten. That'd be huge. All right, so we'll, uh, I'll throw it out there: Clemson uh, not in the ACC championship this year. Is that an overreaction, or what do we think? I think it's a uh, overreaction. At so you got you still think they make the ACC? I still think they can. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Because is anybody else going to go whatever in one or whatever in two? Like Duke's got a couple losses in their future. Yeah, uh, I don't think Clemson's done losing though. True. I mean, I think they may drop another at least one, if not two, in conference. Or they could do the thing the ACC really doesn't want them to do, and that's so Clemson was kind of spoiled last night, and they'll probably lose again. But if they beat Florida State at home in a few weeks, right, we'll just take out everybody. That, right, that's right. <laughs> that I could see that end up happening. Uh, by the way, Clemson's got so they got Charleston Southern, then they got FAU, and FAU is going to put up points. Watch out, Tom Herman. Tom Herman, yeah, and Death Valley. Molly, what do you think about... Oh, uh, by the way, before we move along, how about DJ... Ugalele. Oregon State whooping up on San Jose State. They're top 15 in the country. I tell you what, he looks like the guy everybody thought he was going to be at Clemson. And was it a matter of the offense didn't fit him? I don't know, but he could flat out spin it. I mean, he could throw the football with anybody. Now, I will say, he had ungodly amounts of time to throw the football. They they got no pressure on him at all. So he... I, I don't know. I don't even know if he was hurried a time i mean he literally uh had all the time in the world jj mccarthy-esque yes you're gonna ask i was just gonna say how legit is this coach prime colorado buffaloes team i I, you know i I don't know are you bought in oh yeah i mean so 
I thought it was a cool thing. I've enjoyed watching. I, nobody's done a better job of selling themselves than Dion has done. The 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 stuff on Netflix, the whole deal. I mean, he's you know he has done he has done all he can do. Um, uh, my, my, again, my youngest one has been a huge Travis Hunter fan since he was in high school. So he you know he's kind of followed Travis Hunter. And, and what's not to love about that kid? Uh, yeah, I mean, can you argue with what they did? And I know, I think we'll look back at the end of the year and TCU will be like a seven-win team and this won't be as quite the shiny penny. But nonetheless, to go in there, you know, a lot of a lot of spotlights uh, on Colorado and they go in and play like they did, uh, and that would be the next overreaction, is it? I mean, do we think they're, they figure into the Final Four? That, that would be probably a bit of a stretch. Would you bet against them? I mean, I don't know. I, you know that that's pretty. They can put up points clearly. Travis Hunter's not going to be able to do what he did right all year long. That was the question that Clip kind of brought up yesterday: is that how consistently can he do? He this? can. There's can no he, way. Well, they had the four rest? players uh, have over uh, 100 receiving yards. Yeah, it was on cra- Saturday. It's crazy. I mean, he threw- well, their quarterback had 510 <laughs> yards. Well, and you know, and, and the, the quote from Dion: if if Shador hadn't overthrown him twice, that'd have been two more scores, and you take the Heisman to the crib. Yeah, the Heisman's at the crib. Chill. And and I don't know that. Um, is it an overreaction to say that Travis Hunter's the Heisman favorite right now? I mean, Caleb Williams had a day. Yeah. But the problem is, Caleb Williams had such a day, and and nobody really saw it. Right. You know, it's it, it, it's nobody nobody really sees how good they are because we just don't. Well, they haven't played it. Travis Hunter well, has got to be the Heisman favorite right now because you're saying if he does this every week, he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Well, I mean, if they voted today, he's the best player he in the is. game. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked, I love the, and I think it's funny, and I think it, it merits comparison. The Shohei Otani references to Travis Hunter is freaking spot on. Yeah, I mean, who else can do? We haven't seen anybody like Travis Hunter since Deion Sanders, and Rod Woodson was not the same guy. Charles was. I'm sorry, Charles and Deion didn't do that yesterday. And Deion was like a fourth receiver that played five offensive snaps. He didn't do it at this level. I, I mean, when I say level, you're right. Velocity, number of snaps. That that pick Hunter had in the red zone when he laid out and and that was. That's as good as you'll ever see, you know. I, I mean, he's he's exceptional. I mean, he, he's man. Again, you know, the, the term and it's the only one that fits generational talent. I, this is a multi generational talent. Uh, the, you know, it, he's he's going to be worth watching every time he goes out there, and they get him for two more years or this year and one more. Colorado minus three against uh, Nebraska coming up this week at home. What do you think? Oh, they're going to kill Nebraska. It just feels like such a sucker play, though. I mean, I feel like they're going to beat Nebraska by at least 14 points. <laughs> it would seem so, but why is that line so low? Well, I, here's my thing. I don't think Nebraska can score with them. I mean, yeah. even not right now. Now, Rule gets his guys in there down the road. That might be a different deal. And who would ever thought is Nebraska be- playing much better defense than TCU, though? I. I, uh, I, don't I don't know. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Who would ever think we'd be talking about a, 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 a shootout between Nebraska and Colorado? <laughs> um, What's the total on that? Good question. Can you get that, Chan Man? Yes, sir. Eric says, Uncle Mully, do you tend to overly enjoy the flavor of your own flatulence like Coach Prime does? Eric said yesterday that Dion is really enjoying the smell of his own farts right now. As he should. Uh, do you guys want to take a guess yeah. at what Are you, the, you're bypassing all that? Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. What you got, Jim? Do you guys want to take a guess at what the total is? All Fifty-two. Right. So is it still three? Yes. The spread. Yep. So they scored in the eighties. You said fifty-two. Combined. Mullen? 
Nebraska, I feel like they're coming off a 10 to 7 game or whatever. So I'm going to put it at 52 is a really good number. I want to say 55. 59 and a half. Mm. Mm. So they do think they're going to score. Although they might think, since Colorado just gave up a million points, that Nebraska can score. You know what? And, and the other thing I uh, that I. What's the over under for Colorado USC if you made it today? 80 68 that's gonna be fun all right good i you know uh the other thing that i think is lost in watching colorado and all the 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 flair that surrounds that is the things that they do that are so right and again i'm watching this game through the eyes of a 14 year old boy who's trying to learn all he can about the game but he goes dad look at that every time on special teams they sprint all the way through the end zone and he said, look, and, and they, they never – there was a player that uh, got a first down, laid the ball on the ground. Somebody must have yelled at him from the sideline. He turns around, runs back, get, picks it up, and gives it to the official. Uh, Travis Hunter came off after a miss, kind of dropped his helmet. Next thing you know, one of the assistant coaches is flying over there and, you know, put – so it's the little things that I think Dion preaches that you hear in some of his um, – I don't want to say propaganda, but in some of his you know social media stuff, that I think they, I mean, I believe in and in watching. I think the proof's there that they really do live that. Now they're they're going to have a good time and they're going to, you know, they're going to have their own way of going about things. Very much, you know, prime time like. Right. But they're going to do it, they're going to do it the right but way. But they're going to do things the right way. Man, and, and I think that's what offers you sustainability. I think that's what going into Nebraska. I really think they've turned the page on that win at TCU. Chandler was talking about that earlier. My question is, have they done it? Because Ruffin McNeil always preached here at East Carolina the twenty-four hour rule. Every coach does that. And but you've got Dion on the Pat McAfee show the very next day, still talking about how Shadur was overlooked by the TCU offensive coordinator, and you know Shadur's number one goal was to prove him wrong. I mean, a day later. Are, have they turned a page but, or is the gap instead of a 24 hour rule for for Colorado and Deion Sanders could it be a 30, 72 hour rule yeah. well, let's also understand there's two very different roles here Deion Sanders job still is to get out and pump up Colorado right that's how they're getting these players sell sell so sell. he's got to yeah. be forward look hey but the rest of the coaches staff and inside that bubble in that locker room in that program you got to feel like they're like hey we, that is yesterday's home runs don't win tomorrow's game so we got i mean it's time to move on we're not going to worry about that i mean congratulations i i just i think there's a very unique brand of discipline at colorado and I think, you know, people would say the flamboyance doesn't reflect discipline. I think if you listen to Dion and you listen to when he talks about being Dion versus being prom, I don't think there's any higher level of discipline that's ever been displayed by a professional athlete than that. He literally could flip the switch. To be able to play to be, two pro sports. to and, and to be able to be Dion when he needed to be Dion yeah. and then go to prom when he needed to be prom. Yeah. And he would talk about that like – you know, when you, as a coach, you've told a million players, hey, you can't just flip the switch. you got to be what you're going to be all the time. Well, Dion proves that wrong, but he's that one in a million. Robert said, Colorado did not impress running the ball, maybe a one-trick pony. 510 passing yards to just 55 rushing yards 
So that's something teams are going to see, key in on. We'll see if they can survive just throwing the football or if they can run it better against uh, Nebraska. Or was it one of those deals where the passing game was so good, then why to go to the yeah, running Everybody's wide-ass open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just snap it around. This is fun. And I'm going to tell you what, what – I mean, if you're recruiting guys, what they did – this weekend is going to recruit more guys than if they had 250 yards on the ground. That's what I said to you, Molly. Like, knowing Dion, he was probably like texting recruits halftime. 100%. Game. Like, hey, put some stuff out. Say you committed. Or, I mean, how many, how many guys did they get just from this one week? Oh, no. I, right. Well, and who was it? There was somebody that plays in the NFL that's a uh, little brother, plays at LSU, and he came out and said, uh, maybe little bro should go play for prom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's going to yeah. look. Yes. I mean, when they're going through the shake hand lines, you got to think somebody from TCU, one of the guys was like, hey, look, man, you got to, I mean, you got a spot for me next year. I mean, it. who, as, a, as an athlete, who, why wouldn't you want to be part of that? I think at this point, I think Dion just has to show his face and then that be the sales pitch and then be like, hey, I mean, and just the swagger of, of Dion Sanders. Right. And, well, and, and then just this one game where you go in, you're a 20 point dog and all off season long, they were doubted. And even like it, it, it kind of translated into the post game press conference. I mean, what he said in that post game press conference 30 years ago, I don't know if that would have been put out. But right away, I mean, 10 minutes after he said it, it's all over social media. And you know recruits and, 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 and prospects that are still not decided on where they want to go. They're like, man, I want to play for this guy. Well, you know what that enables him to do? That enables him to go into his locker room and say, guys, y'all don't need to say a word. Let me do the talk. Whatever you're going to say, say it amongst us. But you don't need to say a word. I'll be your mouthpiece because I've proven to you that I'm going to say what you want to say anyway. And that keeps all his guys. Now, look, there's going to be a flyer. There's going to be a kid that has an issue there. And then all of a sudden, everything's going to be questioned. That's the nature of college sports. I find it completely fascinating and partially disgusting that you're seeing uh, University of Georgia has another moving violation. I don't know if y'all saw that on the ticker yesterday. But another somebody, a staffer, it wasn't even a player. It was a staffer at Georgia got a ticket. But that becomes the big news because it's... It was on the bottom line during the game last yeah. night, and I can't remember the number it said. 12. But it was, is that, okay. 12 since January yes. or something like yeah. that. There you go. And it's like, who cares? But it's like, Georgia's so good, that they got to find something to say. So these things happen in every program. We've seen them happen here. It happens. Jarvis Jones, I remember him. Linebacker. Now a staffer with uh, Kirby Smart. Um, all right, we got to take a break. The Dion thing is going to come crashing down. Uh, at least they're going to lose, and then people are going to go crazy on the other side, and it's going to be just back and forth. And, and man, we thought and this time last week, it's we good thought for that, college football. This time last week, we thought that was going to happen this past week. <laughs> yeah, well, we did. Well, and we, we thought that did. was going to happen this past week. Absolutely. What's interesting is what does the crashing down look like? Like, is it a crashing down, or is it you go? You know what? Is a crashing down being is like being they, beat by twenty? Do they win until they lose to USC? Well, they got and they got Oregon the week before that. So, so if they do, then they'll still be all right. Yeah, you go. Hey, you know what? I mean, that's very respectable. Or do they go kind of six and six? You know, and they lose to USC, Oregon. I don't know who else. UCLA, Oregon State, like other top twenty-five teams. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. And if they're on TV and you've got a choice of games to watch, I'm watching it. It's going to at least be on your 
blast. Because I tell you what, I saw a lot of crap football this weekend. Like just sloppy oh, stuff. Those, yeah, it was and all even over though the place. last week, even though last week we talked about the downfall starting this past weekend with Dion and Colorado, what it, it was on your list, was it not? It was on your list of intriguing games. It was of the on week. my pure curiosity list. So I mean, and yeah. I think for for weeks to come, I think Colorado will be on people's list. Molly, thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. Go Pat. Wow, go. that was quick. Pat gonna win. I, yeah, I think so. I think they're just again. I think they'll be able to stop. They'll be able to play the Bears like the Bears used to play other people. They'll be able to beat them with defense. Molly, you need to use your connections and get in Camden Yards for some postseason baseball this year. Hmm. You need to we start making calls. You got. I mean, you guys are like the Eastern okay. North Carolina we'll, flagship. We'll do our connections. You do yours, and we'll get you in there. Yeah, sounds great. That, Let's that's, do it. I'm, That'll be I'm fun. excited about these playoffs. I'm still curious to see what the owner's going to do there to ruin that. Yeah, still could happen. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. We'll have our Fleet Feet Rundown when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Still to come, Bryce Williams. And we'll see what the chat's talking about as well. You can chime in on Facebook, YouTube, or X. Back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by the kt pub group featuring great local places to eat like the dap house the sidebar and christie's euro pub follow them on social media for the latest specials and more now back to the show welcome back hey russell's clothing in downtown washington is cleaning out the attic september 9th is their sidewalk sale where they're going to clean up and clear out and they are known to do some crazy things on the sidewalk and this time it's no different prices are incredibly low and the sales are final so make sure you mark your calendar for saturday september 9th and hit main street for the best selection because when it's gone it's gone shop russell's in downtown washington for the once in a great while sidewalk sale and save some money now let's head back in to prl here's clip thank you shirley chandler i got huge news a great song by the way i like the killers the pizza of the week at familia is buffalo chicken pizza man is it it is let's go so i don't know if i'm gonna have that tonight thursday or oh thursday for football oh but i kind of want it tonight but i might just do thursday and tuesday but Thursday for football. A buffalo chicken pizza. Hey, with. I'm going to go and tell y'all. Yeah, go ahead. You better. I like to plan ahead when it comes to sports and watching sports. Thursday night, Chiefs, Lions, NFL opener. Call Familia. Say, hey, man. Heard about that pizza of the week on Pirate Radio. Put one in for me. Get that baby Get that baby in the oven right now. Tell them Pirate Radio sent you. And then you drive up to the drive-thru when you, when, when you, when you, aka window. When you get the pizza. You don't even get out of your car, truck, moped, whatever. You don't even have to turn the car off. No. Get that AC blasting, baby. Get that AC just blasting in your face. 
and let them just hand the pizza right to you. And then they hand that hot pizza to you. Now, what I do is usually it smells so good. And at that point in the evening, I'm so hungry. I usually take one for the road. I, now, I have to let it sit there for a minute because it's so it is hot. hot. But by the time I make my seven-minute jaunt from Familia to the homeland, I've usually taken down one piece. I think that's the move for uh, Thursday. All right, Chandler, let's get to our Fleet Feet rundown. Let's do it. You know, I guess you could, if you're a runner, jogger, marathoner, you could call in your order to Familia and just run right up to the drive-through, walk-through, run-through location with your awesome fleet feet shoes that keeps those feet feeling good uh, because fleet feet has that one-on-one service to runners walkers everyone in between Uh, they will take care of you they have the best and most comfortable shoes and you can get them this tailgate season with a stop at fleet feet east arlington boulevard 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet they run for you tailgate tailgate season is here Get your tailgating shoes today at Fleet Feet because there's going to be an awesome tailgating going on outside of Daddy Ficklin Stadium on Saturday. We'll have you ready at 12 o'clock for the Bud Light pregame tailgate. So if you're out at your tailgate, be wearing your awesome shoes from Fleet Feet and tune into Pirate Radio for the Bud Light pregame tailgate as well. Kenny Curlings has a comment and a question. He watched Marshall in Albany. I like that, Kenny. I like the film study. I like you watching film. I like the film study, Kenny. He said, I know uh, we have to play better, but uh, he was not impressed with the Tundra and Turd. Uh, he said, this is a must-win game. And he says, Pirates 21, Marshall 10, Skip Holtz kind of game. I-, I think Mike Houston would like it to be a Skip Holtz kind of game. A You hold Marshall to 10 points in 20. That, I don't think that can happen. That is elite defense. Right, right. Uh- Kato. Ra, ra, ra. What was his name? Cato? Ah, Raheem Cato. Raheem Cato? Oh, my gosh. He was a menace, I he tell He was you. a menace. All right, Kenny's question is, hey, Chandler, you going to karaoke at the Buck tonight with DJ Captain Morgan? Uh, I've been before, but tonight, probably not. All right. Cal, oh, I got to stay focused, and I'll get to the comments in a moment. Um jack powers is back we got the powers he will be suiting up on time and in the game uh, coming up saturday at dowdy ficklin stadium as his targeting call was overturned i guess uh when it comes to the calls i mean we had donnie kirkpatrick on the brian bailey show yesterday and he announced that roughly around 12 calls were turned into the national officiation association six of them came back that they were overturned or they were told hey we got this call wrong um and at this point you say all right well what who cares i mean there's nothing, I know. there's I nothing know. we can do about it but this one yeah. in particular well this uh, has an impact this has an impact on the game coming up on saturday so instead of not seeing number five jack powers on the field for the first half you will be seeing jack powers to start the game on that defensive side of the ball for east carolina you know i think with ai artificial intelligence now we should be able to implement jack powers retroactively into that game for the time he missed and see what the score would have been and change the score like maybe we give up a touchdown but maybe we give up a one less touchdown 36 or 30 to 6 right maybe we score more (laughs) if jack powers another field goal or 
maybe what if he forced the turnover that would have changed the whole game so i say we implement that ai and we take that score i want to say it could be less on michigan's side because i want to say when he got ejected that was a third down and long and it ended up being an automatic first down so maybe michigan doesn't score on that drive or they score less points so i'm with you i mean just kind of throw his ai robot out there and see what happens and uh some bad news Kerry king out for the year yeah. suffered an injury late in uh in fall camp that and stinks. yeah mike houston we'll hear the comments uh, in hour three but literally said it was heartbreaking that was heartbreaking because and, and i know why because one i mean anytime a coach sees a player go down for the rest of the season especially like a Kerry king that was going to have an impact on this receiving room this year especially with guys like isaiah winstead out um uh cj johnson out uh you do have jalen johnson and Kerry king was one of those guys that was, i think was going to step up this year and i talked about him in the offseason about uh, watch out for number seven Kerry king because we've seen him do good in the spring not just this past year but i remember last year in the spring game Kerry king doing a great job yeah and uh he finally gets to the point where hey you're going to be able to go out there on saturdays and play consistently and it is cut short um, due to injury. It just stinks. All right. Calzone, Jamie, Randolph, Nate, Natron, Steve, Jansen. Hang on. We need to take another break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up with the chat boys. And uh, I have some thoughts on the questions and comments you have presented on the YouTubes. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up hour two, back with you after the stylings of the killers. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. You can also relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts, like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Love. Let's run through the uh, chat room real quick. By the way, 24 more viewers than likes at the moment. If you could be so kind to hit Come that on. thumb, we'd appreciate it. Come on. Show us a little love. We're showing y'all the love. Share the love. If it's just one-sided, then, you know. I have a goal for Saturday. What's that? 100 likes on YouTube. On what? Pre-game and post? Uh, let's do pre... Let's just start with pre-game. 100 likes on pre-game challenge coming up this Saturday. Calzone says, I'm named after Cal Ripken Jr. and would love to see postseason baseball in Camden Yards. One of my favorite postseason highlights is delman young hitting that bases clearing double at camden yards i don't remember who they were playing but that place went berserk 
Google it up. YouTube it up. Uh, Jamie says, last draft for me tonight. That means the NFL is starting this week. So excited. Just can't hide it. I hear you, Jesse Spano. I am so excited for Sunday. Get through a long day of pirate football, hopefully a win, and then just waking up with your team, 0-0, and all the excitement rolling up to your sports bar or throwing on your red zone on your TV and just plopping and watching football all day long. You want to take a guess at who that team was? Um, Delman Young. Who did he hit that against? Um, man, a team that has not been good in Tigers. Yes, Tigers. All right, there you go. Randolph says, guys, don't sleep on Sam Club's pizza. Pizza's pretty good too, uh, especially when it's free and when Randolph brings it to you. Yeah, I had it last night. It was I, good, Randolph. I, I heated it up last night for dinner. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Jamie says, uh, Clip Chandler, do y'all own any ECU pairs of shoes? No, but I know someone that does. Shirley she, Rowe? She's sitting right beside me. Shirley Rowe? I have looked up a lot of purple and gold shoes, like some Nike Dunks, some Adidas, and I've just never pulled the trigger on them. I've looked at them quite a bit. Jansen said, I believe this game's line is marshaled by one. Easiest decision of the season. Smash ECU to cover. I'm, uh, we saw it a little higher than that, but either way, if you're going to smash the money line, smash it. Natron. Natty Ron? Natron. Nataron. Is the AAC still a good conference? Can the AAC survive? I'm worried that this conference is fatting. Is it in all caps? I'm going to need you to hit that caps lock. And give me a little lowercase. Let's let's tone it down a little bit. Let's use our inside the comments voice. Yeah, let's 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 get those caps off if we could. Skip says with instant replay, I don't see how you still miss calls. Michael Winstead said at least the referees earned their paychecks this week. They were horrible the whole game. The NCAA should sus- suspense all of them and suspend them. <laughs> I mean, what is the penalty for awful officiating? Is there one? I mean, Michigan doesn't care. I mean, is there a... I guess if they went... If if, those calls went against Michigan, there would be hell to pay. Yeah. Then you would see something happen. I guess they'd be like, all right, you're good. Just don't let it happen again. They went against Eastern Carolina from Greensville. Or where are we from? Greenview. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you and Name Redacted talking about that today. Where where was that posted? Uh, that was on the ESPN app. Greenview? Greenview, North Carolina. Sounds like which a is golf not course. not even a place. <laughs> uh, and it was on the ESPN app. I did see the picture from Scott Lornbacker from, uh, on uh, on Twitter today. Or X, I should say. So X. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, it never seems to fail when it comes to great disrespect to East Carolina. Uh, Steve says I'm named after the bottom of Billy Ripken's bat that is a reference if you get it that means you're old and cool and I get it google that up Billy Ripken's bat I already knew you were cool I've called I wonder if I've ever called Chandler what's on the bottom of Billy Ripken's bat google Billy Ripken's bat real quick Chandler 
Josh says, big win coming up Saturday. We will win Saturday. He is speaking it into existence. Existence. Eric said, Greensview in Putt County. <laughs> it does sound like a golf course, doesn't it? Where are you playing this weekend? I'm going to go to Greensview. Probably hit uh, hit a few. Have you seen the bottom of Billy Ripken's bat yet on his trading card? <laughs> yeah. that, I think that was one of the before. most popular trading cards uh, in the, what, 90s? F-Face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real thing. Wow. Yeah. I, th- I, I think you've called me that before. Tyler keeps up with our, our subs, and he says, hey, 2.5K subs. We're getting there. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe and be a part of the family. It's not that hard, folks. It's simple. It's easy. Shirley, take us to break. And while you're at it, uh, like and subscribe while you're taking us to break. If you haven't done so already. Kenny says that game should have been 17 to 6 or 20 to 6 if those horrible calls didn't happen. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Kenny, Will not be accepted. Kenny is not accepting what happened on Saturday. Charlie, I do want to say great bumper music today with the I crowd. I am loving it. With the crowd singing to the uh, songs. There's nothing better than uh, like a live concert with the crowd singing. This one in particular is really cool because they gave everybody in the crowd, and you're talking probably well over 100,000 people in this big arena, and they gave them these light-up bright bracelets like LED lights, and then they shut off all the lights during this song. A little cold play, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Jamie asking uh, Clip and Chandler, do y'all like PRL videos? I do. So do I. You didn't last week. Because I had to like it for you. Oh! I caught you in the act of not liking the show. We'll take a break, come back. When we return, Bryce Williams joins us. We'll get his take on what happened Saturday. What's coming up Saturday in the Bryce Williams Bowl? Two quarterbacks, comments from Mike Houston, and some players. Marlon Gunn, Dustin Hall, Taylor Jackson. Big Hour 3 on tap and a giveaway. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, here is me, here is Shirley, here is Chandler, and here is former TCU tight end. Touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. 
Take it easy on that mic, What Bryce. you doing over there, buddy? Well, the cable, the cord was messing with my slider, so I had to adjust it. Bryce, I have uh, the first question for you on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Did you have fun at the Pirate Radio kickoff f- football party on I did. Thursday? It was a good time. I was glad that I made it for the VIP treatment with the food. It was good food, but I had a good time. Good deal. Sure was. It was wonderful to see y'all guys. Again. It was fun shooting the breeze. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I did. Sure did. A lot of Bryce time. Williams fans there. Yeah. Coming up. Picture. Can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. Autograph. Autograph. I signed a baby. Signed a baby. Signed a baby. I, I, had, I had two people want to take a picture with me. How many did you have? Probably about twice as many. No, me. Chandler was yeah. the star of the night. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Guaranteed. He had uh, Bryce. I mean, to the point where... Y'all were on stage. I forgot to go up, and I looked, and y'all were already up there. I was like, uh-oh, I better get down there. Yeah. So I hauled down the steps. I'm walking towards the stage, cutting through the crowd, and I hear, oh, there's Chandler up there, two girls talking. Dang. Yep, that's when you know. Did you cop the numbers? Do you get any numbies I there? didn't even know it happened. I didn't even <laughs> no. know it happened until he told me like an Damn, hour after Two days later, yeah. Um, um, but I did have a friend of Johnny Robertson's come up to me and said, hey, I'm friends with uh, with Johnny Stats. Did you, get his, did you get his number? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No, I did not. Oh, dang. But he did take a picture of us and sent it to Johnny. Uh, that's so. cool. It was. I like talking to folks that listen to us and hang. I mean, it's all, again, one big family brotherhood sisterhood piratehood exactly i should say all right bryce pirates are zero and one oh and one took one on the chin to michigan yeah you know but it wasn't a 35 point difference oh let's play a game let's yeah. play did bryce williams watch the game now he was going to a wedding mm-hmm. and it was on peacock two Sorry. things kind of going against i'm going to go bryce no. watching the game i'm going to go no but i'm going to say somebody because he went to a wedding of a former pirate right mm-hmm. so what's okay what time was the wedding 5 30 okay so that's much later in, in the day Columbia. but you kind of start doing wedding activities earlier in the day right or at least getting with people i don't know okay. i'm trying to put together all the context clues here i'm going to say and where was this at columbia south carolina mm-hmm. okay Home of the Gamecocks. They Home were in Charlotte. of uh, old Hootie. Darius Rucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Bryce found a way to watch part of this game. Not follow, literally watch on a phone, on a device, on something. Chandler, you're going no? I'm, so, I'm going to stick with no, but as you were saying that clip, it, there was a smile on Bryce Williams' face. Is boy. the answer yes or no? Oh, boy. It was yes. Oh, how many minutes are in the game? All four quarters will say that. <laughs> uh, so me and Anna actually um, left Saturday morning around 11. So I was like, well, I'm going to get, you know, four and some hour change drive. I said, well, honey, we got to go ahead and do this. <laughs> um, so I purchased Peacock the night before. Good man. Um, and had the tablet. And I drove for about an hour. And then I said, oh, it's noon. Honey, you're driving. I'm the passenger princess. And I did uh, the hot spot on the phone and watched the whole game, kicked the feet up, had some snacks. And uh, 
Had and she made me put my headphones in, so I was just like a little kid watching it. <laughs> and it's usually the it's usually the partner, the the girl partner at least that yeah. has the feet on the dash. And I chilling. picture you like in the back of the van with the like you're saying you got your oh, snacks yeah. and your uh, his feet kicked up. And... Yeah, so I, I watched all that. I watched the whole game. Good. Um, yeah, I mean it was actually pretty. Um, the first drive. Yeah, when we were on defense. The first deal when we were on defense, I was pretty. God, we excited. we were inches away from a two nothing lead. Exactly. Gosh. I mean, it was. Uh, I was like, okay, we can keep this going. And even mm-hmm. after that stop, uh, they punted the ball, and, right. and Josh Murphy fielded the ball at the forty six yard line of Michigan, mm-hmm. and it looked good. And then moment. it all turned. How does right. the game turn? A, a turnover. A turnover. And then you had a second one on that. And that's when. And I mean, and, and I think maybe I texted you um, as I each do every game, at least one comment to you there in the games. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe would have made a difference. I don't know. But I mean, obviously, um, some of the calls I think could have helped us out a smidgy. Would have made a huge difference. I don't know. But you never know. You know, when he was past the line of scrimmage, I thought that was pretty clear. Um, what was his? McCarthy? Yeah. I thought that was. Mm, you know, pretty good, um, obvious. And then the 12 men on the field, mm. they just pff, act like that never even happened. Nah, nah, it's not a big deal. But I don't know. It, it was, was frustrating. It was frustrating. Uh, did you see that the Jack Powers targeting call was overturned? He will be able to play. Oh, this week. good. I was. I said that's some bullcrap. They hit him in the I, in the face mark from. They didn't even really do a good job of the, many of the camera angles. Yeah. But uh, it looked it, violent, and part of that exactly. was because the quarterback left his feet. Left his feet. And got ragdolled. Yeah. yeah. And but that face mask hit like at the shoulder pad. Yeah. Nick at the shoulder pad. Yeah. So thank goodness that got overturned. I mean, a fifth, an extra fifteen yards. Would have made a huge difference, but of course, you're like that gummin, a huge, you know, unsportsmanlike to give them more yardage. But I'm glad, you know, he is able to play this week. So, Bryce, let's talk two quarterback system. <laughs> now, you have said that in 2015 when Kurt Benkert went down, and man, who knows what could have happened mm-hmm. if Benkert was healthy mm-hmm. and was able to play that year, mm-hmm. and you all go to a bowl and rough stays and everybody's honky dory. That changed a whole lot. That was a big domino that fell. Yeah, that injury. So you go with Blake Kemp slash James Summers at quarterback. You have said you would have preferred to stick with Kemp. Yeah. For multiple reasons. A, you get one guy, you get that chemistry. B, kind of personally for James Summers, like he was never able to do what he did best because they were using him at so many different things you put him at and what is his best running back receiver i guess running back wherever some skill position right right let him do his thing you would have preferred that and i get that um now i'm okay with the two quarterback system but i have thought about your perspective on it this week because it probably does mess with chemistry with connections with things like that so what's your your take on yeah most definitely um obviously very familiar with that um, situation. Um, I mean, me, I'm not really a fan of it. I mean, I feel like you can't let a player, and I don't know if it'll, you know, the first game, I guess you're still trying to juggle who's going to sort of make the biggest impact and show that they're the starter. Maybe that was the um, well point of it. I don't know. I got news for you. I think it's uh, going to be the same this I week. was, <laughs> yeah, after the press conference and what I heard, I said, Dad, go, please don't keep doing this. But 
I mean, me personally, I'm not a fan of it. I feel like you can't let a guy get in the zone, you know, especially as a quarterback. I mean, they, I mean, you got to be flowing, you know, as the quarterback um, during the games, and um, to keep doing that fluctuation of this series, that series, this quarter, that quarter, da da da, whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't see how it's going to help either one of the guys. I feel like it's just got like, all right, we got to figure out who's going to be and let it be who it is, and. Um, let the cards play out. Now, if one needs to say, all right, this is our starter, and, you know, things start going to crap real, you know, during the game or whatever, that's like, okay, put another guy in. But just to kind of juggle it, it's kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, um, I guess it's frustrating the word, um, you know, even as a fan to watch that. Um, so it'd be nice to see. Uh, set deal and me personally when uh, and obviously you know Coach Houston was right you know it is a pretty daunting um, first um, first game starting I couldn't think of a better his word his first start was uh, in an empty stadium in literally empty stadium Navy, yeah. you know but then you know then Michigan you know obviously it's a big deal um, but you know each quarterback got to play a decent amount but I mean, I don't know what the exact um, stats were, but it looked like old Flynn was um, moving the ball pretty good. Did he have more first and more conversions? I don't know. He just looked a little more it comfortable. Looked, yeah, more comfortable. Um, you know, of the game. And okay, it's like you look at it like, okay, maybe he not, doesn't have the biggest arm or not the stature Garcia does, but in the end, it's who can manage the game, who has, you know, who can control. Um, you know, the pace of the game and things like that. Neither one lit the world on fire. Neither one imploded. Garcia, yeah. 11 of 18, had the pick. Flynn, 6 of 11, 52 yards. Yeah. Garcia, 36 yards rushing. Flynn, 14 yards rushing. Flynn had a, kind of an awkward interception. Good play by the DB, yeah. but it got called back. Yeah. I think his receivers got to help him a little more on that one. Yeah. Garcia's pick was... An inexperienced guy throwing right. off his back foot yeah, when yeah. pressure was coming. So, yeah, uh, one of those things. I did. I, I know Mason can run. I was impressed with Flynn's escapability mm-hmm. in the pocket. No sacks. That's a, a crazy stat yeah. on the UB stat sheet yeah. uh, for either team. But uh, for ECU, not to allow a sack. Chandler, you like you were ready to say something? Yeah, uh, I was just going to ask. I know one of the biggest questions this week is how do you balance if you're going into this game with two quarterbacks. How do you balance the practice schedule with both quarterbacks to kind of kind of give them the same yeah. sort of reps and stuff? Yeah, how did it work and, when, when and, y'all were And that's it. what my question was going to be. I know it's two yeah. different coaching staffs, but kind of how was it during the week of practice with Summers and, and Blake Kemp? I mean, pretty much, you know, as the game was, you know, you'd let, uh, you know, say Kemp go a few series, um, you know, during practice, during team, and then James would go in and, I mean, Lee just – juggle it try and give them even portions of you know reps so you know i mean it can be done but and this is different because these guys are like here to play quarterback like summers didn't come here to play quarterback right yeah so that adds another wrinkle to it right so you almost were like putting you know a few times you're like man is summers going in you know more just to try and get him used to the deal, but you're like, I don't know. It's well, you like, had you had Summers who was not here to play quarterback, and you had Blake Kemp who was not prepared to play quarterback. Yeah, right. he, he was, was prepared to be the backup to yeah. Kurt Benkert. So. Yeah, but um, you know, obviously James, you know, when I was there, I mean, obviously he made a lot of things happen with his feet. And, you know, we connected a few on some passes, but I mean, I was going to ask. I feel like I've asked you this before, Bryce. How many? All right, let me look at how many catches you had that year. 
and then i'm going to ask you how many of those were from kemp and how many from summers and i know you don't remember but like yeah. just roughly how many catches do you think you had in 2015 it was, it was like 58 or something it's probably about 55 60. something like that 58 mm-hmm. you were on the money uh right how many of those 58 catches came from kemp <laughs> and how many from summers i bet maybe mm. 48 to 10 that's what i was thinking around there maybe 10 from summers yeah james um but yeah but with the, what we got well he only had 60 completions by the way so it won't a lot <laughs> wait what summers had 60 completions oh, yeah, yeah. the entire so year. It, may, it may have been less than that yeah but yeah i mean me and camp we connected quite a bit but um yeah, I felt good. Andy liked throwing to me, so that's made it helpful too. There you go. Um, trusted me, but you know what we got going on now. I I hope maybe after this week we've kind of got a set guy. Um, <laughs> You're gonna keep saying that every week until they do. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Golly, and I think then, there is going to be a week though where we have a set guy. That's all right, so me. Shirley, do you have Donnie from yesterday on Bailey show? Do you have that loaded? Um, and I think it's cut to. He cut two. 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 After the game, Coach Houston said that maybe this is a team that will have two quarterbacks most of the year. Do you look at this week as a chance to see which quarterback plays better and that one starts? Or do you go into this week saying Mason's going to get the start again, three or four series in, we're going to go with Alex? Or, or what are your thoughts on as far as the quarterback position goes? Well, you know, we were, we were in here discussing that early this morning about how we're going to play it out again and you know, what we're going to do in practice, how we're going to rotate the guys. And, again, I don't know that uh, we have the total final decision. We're going to try to do what gives us the best chance to win. And uh, I do think it's okay to play more than one quarterback. I know some people probably agree with that. Some people don't. But, uh, you know, I, I think it is. Uh, I, I still remember winning the, the Hawaii Bowl that year when we had to play two quarterbacks. Yes, sir. It, it, all, kind of, it all kind of started. So you, you don't do it a lot. You know, I wouldn't want to do it a lot, and I haven't done it a lot, but we'll do whatever it takes. I do think that there's some comfort in knowing that you do have more than one quarterback, though, that you believe in. I thought Alex did a really good job of coming off the bench the other day and giving us a little bit of a lift. He came in, he hit a couple throws. We moved the ball all the way down the field in in that drive with him. Like I say, he had two balls that were dropped that he threw really, really great balls on. And I thought it gave us a little bit of a lift. At the same time, we came out in the second half and we didn't move it. We were a little disappointed in that drive. And, you know, I thought that Mason handled that well. It gave him the opportunity to get on the sideline and see the thing from a different angle and just to relax a little bit. And then when he came back in, I thought he really had a good fourth quarter. And uh, so that was encouraging. So, uh, We'll, we'll find that combination. It's not like you're playing the non-conference games and they don't matter because they surely do. But I do think that we'll have it worked out for sure by the time we do get into the conference play. All right, that last line there, Bryce, does that give you a little light at the end of the tunnel? He says we'll have it worked out for sure by conference play. Now, does that mean – We'll have our one guy, or does that mean the combination. We'll, have, we'll have this two-quarterback system worked out? <laughs> I, I, I took it to mean – it could mean either now that I think about it, but I took it to mean yeah. one guy. I took I it to mean that. one guy. Yeah. You have one guy when you hit the ground running where you say, all right, the season now is 0-0. You're starting basically a new season with conference play, and I think he meant we should have our starting quarterback by then. 
Yeah. Somebody's going to rise above the other. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so, which I'm hoping so. Now, who will it be? I don't know. Um, I think, you know, Flynn could have had some um, better stats if, you know, he had some receivers catch the ball, which was a little disappointing. Of, that Jari, uh, which that was his first real action, but the one that went right through the, the yeah. arms there on a yeah, beautiful third down pass. Oh, yeah. There was that one and what a few others, I feel like. Um, that maybe could have got scooped up out of the dirt because I mean Michigan was certainly making you know diff- you know competitive catches so you know me seeing those I said all right why aren't we doing that and that kind of goes back to I mean obviously game situation stuff but you know me me as just a player whatever your former player whatever you're thinking all right well how much time are these guys spending after practice you know doing the extra you know a little work but you know yeah maybe now maybe say that statement is true. Whoever that quarterback may be, whether it's Garcia or whether it's Flynn, will be going to Rice to start and play in front of basically nobody. Where, if it is, I mean, where you start from playing in the big house and then you're named the starting quarterback and then you go to a place like Rice and play in front of nobody. Um, but that that's kind of, I guess, the, the finish line of, I guess, where they're seeing that as a coaching staff of where we can see that number one guy play out and it will be on the road at rice hmm. um yeah i mean obviously going from uh you know obviously it's a little you know you're still obviously playing a game but when there's nobody in the stadiums it does make for a little bit of a you know funky feeling initially but then you know as it gets going you're kind of you know focused in and you know zoned in on the game so it's not too bad of a deal i've been saying that there's not going to be a game like the michigan game the rest of the year and i still believe that to be true i actually think there could be a louder environment than michigan because from the people i've read that went they were like yeah 100 plus but it wasn't extremely loud like the way the stadiums right spread out yeah i think the utsa game could be the loudest game you're in the alamo dome and i feel right. like they put a lot of people of in there yeah. that might be your loudest game of the year that's it it gets loud in the dang dome yeah. the loud, i remember like very clearly was when we played lafayette in the, oh right oh my gosh because there's been some empty <sighs> games in that dome but yeah. when you had all those Louisiana people there, they were probably uh, hooting and hollering. That was Two loud. different places. That was loud. All right, so well, we need to take a break. Shirley, take us to break. Jamie wants to know who Bryce's guy is. So let's say Donnie Kirkpatrick mm. calls his old man Bryce and asks him who should start. <laughs> How would that sound, Chandler? Well, am I asking Bryce as Donnie? <laughs> yes. Uh, Bryce, well... Um, who's going to be the starting quarterback? I just want to let you know. Slim 80. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? <laughs> Who is it, Bryce? Oh, I answer now. Oh, they were going to break it. Okay. Oh, that's called a tease. Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought we were doing, too. I thought we were oh, we were doing after the break. Huh? Well, let me ask you again, and we'll get a break. All right. Uh, Slim 80, during break, I want you to think about who's yes, going to be our starting quarterback this week. Yes, sir. I'll have you an answer. All Just right. After this break. These messages from Shirley. <laughs> Shirley? I think. <laughs>
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, we had a little fun game during the break. We were asking Chandler about this two-quarterback thing in 2007 and who threw the most in the Hawaii Bowl, and it was... 19 to 3 attempts in favor of Pinckney. What a teeter totter. And um, then we did the Miracle in the Mineshaft, ECU versus UTEP. And it was. All right, 34 attempts. One of them was from Dwayne Harris. So technically 33 between Pinckney and Cass. 32 from Cass, one from Pinckney. Unbelievable. So then I was like, well, let's look at the season numbers. How about this? Mm-hmm. Pinckney, 121 out of 200. 11 touchdowns, 4 picks. Cass, 96 out of 175, 9 touchdowns, 4 picks. So it you, really was about as even as you can get. I mean, and you look at two huh. of the most important games in that season. Of course, the bowl game in Hawaii against Boise State. It's, it's Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. And then you look at the Miracle in the Mineshaft game. And, man, the, the, the Miracle in the Mineshaft game is really mind-blowing. When you think Pinkney only had one attempt throwing, now why you, I don't remember. I don't. I, I can't remember that far back to the rhyme or reason on who started, who played, and, and as to why. But if you go to the end of the season, to that bowl game, and if you would have told me like, all right, in that moment in time, in the in you're in, doing all right. Get your thoughts together. El, you're doing El, good in El Paso. If you would have told me, all right, at the end of the season in the Hawaii Bowl. That the, the guy that only threw one touch or the longest sh- sentence of all time was just stop talking while I talk. So Pat, Patrick Pinckney only throwing one pass in the Miracle in the Mineshaft game. If you're telling me that he was going to have more attempts in the Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii. I would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> that was your sentence. Sentence over. I think I got. What I'm saying is that it just it worked out that year. <laughs> it did. I'm trying to contribute to this. I'm, I'm, you I mean, did, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I just messed we with you. We appreciate it. Uh, Jamie said, and it seems like Pinkney separated and uh, spelled incorrectly. Separated himself easily. Pinkney. Crazy. Oh, do I need to answer Donnie Craig question? <laughs> I yeah, forgot. Well, we we yeah. still got Donnie on the line yeah. here. I mean, what, what's your answer? What was the question? Re, re-ask it, please. Uh, who are we starting at quarterback this week? No, who? No, it was who's going to be the guy, coach. It's the same question. Oh, I thought it was this week. I thought it meant like overall. This week? Uh, oh, no, no, this week. Oh, this just week. this week. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Now you got me questioning what myself. What did say? I thought. He... Question: Putting Bryce on the spot. Okay, no two quarterbacks. Who do you start next? So who starts this week? Okay. Mm. I mean, I'll say I don't think. I mean, I think the whole starting thing clearly doesn't matter. I'm saying who's going to be the number one guy. Like who should be? Maybe just make their decision. 
Me personally, right at the moment, I mean, I'm thinking old Flynn. I don't know. I just sort of felt a little more comfortable while he was in the game. He looked, you know, a little more comfortable um, while he was in the game. That's what. So I guess I'm thinking Flynn. I agree. I mean, I agree with you because, and I did notice, and Mike Houston talked about this. Donnie talked about this on the Brian Bailey show that Mason, once he was kind of pulled to the sideline and said, hey, let's kind of look at this from a different angle. I did think that Mason looked better when he went back out there, but yeah, from the get-go agreed. that Alex Flynn went out there, even in his right. first drive, and I was like, oh, Alex Flynn's right. in the game. It just seemed more less it seemed yeah, yeah. less stressful. For sure. Uh, offensively with yeah. him out there. Yeah, he felt like he was a little more comfortable. Um, that's all. I, I agree with you, Jenner. Will well, Flynn Will Flynn be in? Flynn or will Marshall be facing Mason? We'll find out Saturday at noon. <laughs> Wait, we'll find I screwed it up. Will Flynn be in? Or will the Thundering Herd be facing Mason? We'll find out Saturday at four. Mm-hmm. At four. Back with you after this. Mm-hmm. Another break? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. But that would have been like a perfect Now, right. you did say 12 Surely, o'clock. Surely, way to be Johnny on the spot, though. Now... You were ready to go. You did say 12 o'clock, and I see the confusion, because at 12 o'clock, it's the what? The Bud Light pregame tailgate. Four hours of pregame coverage taking you up to the 4 o'clock kickoff, and then we'll be with you after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, taking uh, your calls until the last caller is served. The last one served. That's right. We what uh, is that on? Because I will be in Winston-Salem. Mm, what you got this weekend? nephew's first birthday which is also my brother's birthday but now my nephew which is his son pretty much i guess you could say takes over the special day <laughs> um bryce we would love to have you call into the fifth quarter we just don't need you to say the s word you know i think with the um situation that i my scheduling of uh um what's planned of events i think you'll be safe that should be well spoken safely spoken speaking safely (laughs) well said (laughs) um i don't know when he says the line that i want this to be said here but bryce i do have a message for you west canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime but i don't want your life I don't want your life. If you got all this stuff going on during football season, I don't want your life. You got a lot of stuff to do, man. I know, but I think it's start well for September 30th. I got another wedding, a family. Oh my man, God! Who goes to weddings during football Jeez. season? Two in one month? Believe me, it ain't my doing. It ain't Who my doing. Who in their right mind would go to a wedding during football season? Believe me, it ain't my Believe doing. Believe me, it ain't my doing. Uh, Jamie says nephew first birthday over ECU game. All right, Jamie, now that's a little much. Family comes first. It's family, family, faith, familia, family. <laughs> well, the good news is that well, what where are we going to be? Well, what a, where would I be able to find the show, the game? Well, you can find the show on YouTube and easily. Then, uh, Just pull that right up. You got the YouTube app? The game. I think I have YouTube. All right. The you game can, is on so ESPN you can find U. us. We're on the U this week. We're on the plus the following week. We're on the plus the week after that. So U plus plus. I need to write this down. You can just go to this website whenever you want. True. 
Or write it down. Or maybe he lives in the 1960s. You know what you should do is tattoo it on your arm, and then you'll always have it ready. Exactly, just for 2023, that. Yeah. And if you do it small enough, you can do the rest of your life. Just put the schedules right on your arm. Might be about Um, We need you here for a game day bryce oh yeah for a you mean like a game day or like a watch along well our next watch party is going to be that one against appy on the 16th next week what times that game 3 30 yeah that. so if you're around i don't chandler won't be here so we need a strapping yes. young stud like yourself to fill in fill his shoes and now we'll have three former pirates three not one who will not be two, two, but three for Marcus pirates. Crandall, the quarterback. Jason Nichols, the wide receiver. Sounds like we need a tight end. I know. Complete the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a break. We got to do. Uh, we got to do a giveaway here. Thank you for cheering for me, though. We got. We got to do a giveaway. We got to do pirate editors. Pirates. We got to do a prediction. We haven't even really... Yeah, let's do the giveaway. Oh, yeah, what's now. the spread? We haven't even talked about the Bryce Williams Bowl, really. Give it away, really. give it away Marshall, now. Marshall, give it away, give uh, it away, ACU. give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Power Radio, gonna be awesome. Let me get the latest uh, spread. What's funny is that doesn't even sound like you, but knowing it's you makes it even funny. Some say it's me. Some say it's not. Some say love. <laughs> Uh, I've got the spread. I'm gonna uh, before I tell you. I want you to guess what it's gonna be, though. Uh, All right, Shirley, what are we giving away? Giving away? Giving away today? Ten dollar gift card to Familia. That's Familia. All right, Buffalo Chicken Pizza of the Week. Pizza of the Week, twelve dollars. Buffalo Chicken. That is the move. We're back. Pirate Radio Outdoors prediction spread. All of it after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Steve Hill of Greenville. Picked up a $10 gift card courtesy of Familia. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Bryce, uh, not too much time, at least on the weekends, to get outdoors. So, anything been going on? Well, we, um, where was I? I was in Columbia for the wedding, which was great. Congratulations to my buddy Stuart Hintzion. And, uh, I was able to, you know, we went back to the beach and, you know, did a little boat day and stuff. So, that was always, um, or is always a good time to be out on the water. Um, but I said, man, it's 
dove season, opening season of dove hunting. So I was like, well, I gotta try and get in the get in the field some in some form or fashion. And certainly enough, I did. Um, yesterday evening, when we got back from the beach, I went out and got me a old chair, cold snacks, and sat by a field and waited for some dove to fly around. And sure enough, they were flying around, but they were not flying my direction. A few of them came which I thought-ish was in shooting distance. So I said, well, I'm going to let them fly. So I flung a few shots out, and uh, unfortunately I missed them. But I was able to get out there and enjoy the enjoy the nature and, you know, hang out and shoot the gun a little bit. So it was, right. it was good. We got uh, deer season when? This weekend. Uh, this weekend? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So, um... I got a lot of work to do, been sort of set back with the house, but um, I got a camera out. I got get. I'm probably gonna try and get another camera out. Maybe get some corn and um, gotta get a stand up. I'm a little behind the eight ball, but you know it's hotter than mule out there, so I may be focusing a little more on fishing until maybe the temperatures start cooling. Not saying I'm not gonna like prep, but as far as being in the woods yet, I may not quite get there. I feel like behind the eight ball is another way of saying i'm a little behind i'm a little running late i'm running late now what now if you're behind the eight ball on a pool table i would assume that means the eight ball is in the way of the ball you're trying to hit but what does that have to do with being late kind of just sounds like it's um i'm behind the eight ball would mean i'm um and depending if you're behind the eight ball there's a nuisance shot that if you're behind the eight ball and, then and it's your last shot, then that's you're good. in a good spot. I don't know. Unless the pocket you're looking for, your cue ball is right there, and then the eight ball is right. on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. shot's a lot longer. I, I, don't, I don't know. It has to do, do with being like late. Late. Yeah, that's my question. Interesting. Or maybe your opponent is on the eight ball and you're behind. You have a few more balls to put into the. I'm not the, on the eight ball. Yeah. I still, got, eight ball. I still got. I still got four got stripes. Should just say I'm not on the eight ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start saying that and see what people say back. Yeah, to I'm you. not on the eight ball. <laughs> and then they'll say that means you're behind. <laughs> they'll yeah. say, "Well, what do you mean?" And you have to explain it to them. And 30 minutes later, we don't understand. And exactly, you're on the same page. Um. Hmm. Skip wanted me to ask you about Clemson. I'm going to assume you didn't watch any of that game last night. Ah, no. Yep. Sorry, Skip. I didn't. Sorry, Skip. I'm not ignoring YouTubers. I just knew Bryce didn't watch the game. Yeah, I I didn't watch it. Because I was out in the field. Duke beat Clemson last night. I saw that. The only reason I saw that is I saw where that quarterback, I guess, asked his professor for an extension on his homework. Ah. Tell you what, Riley Leonard looked really good. Really, really good. All right, uh, let's get... We got one more break, Shirley. Let's get our last break in. We'll come back. We're going to let Bryce guess the line of ECU Marshall. Mm -hmm. And then he will pick the score. Bryce Williams 0-1 on his Pirate Predictions this year. Dang. But 1-0 against the spread. You did say ECU would cover because you had them winning the game, and they did cover the spread. Right. So I'm going to give you credit for that one. There you go. All right, uh, coming up, Bryce's official prediction for ECU Marshall, and we'll get ready to wrap it up after this. Every week and last month, try to recall the whole year. All of the faces are one. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, it was a rough day for the stock market. The Dow was down 195 points and closed at 34,641. NASDAQ was down 10 at 14,020, and the S&P was down 18 at 4,496. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. One more segment to go. Clip nice Brock. hair. Bryce Williams. What? Yeah. That's some That's some lettuce right there. Yeah. Figured I'd grow it out for the show. Yeah. Pretty wow. impressive. That is bright yellow on the uh, chat there. That's like, looks like urine. You dyed it right. Urine. 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 It looks like urine. Ah, man. That is a good look. You look like the dude from uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, was it Shaggy? No, no. No. You uh, look like the blonde haired dude. Oh, uh, Fred. 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 Fred head. Yeah. Marshall 1 0, coming off a uh, subpar performance against Albany. Mm, Albany. Albany, their mascot, mm. Bryce, of course, is the Great Danes. And, uh, That's pretty cool. Big dog. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a Great Dane that hangs out at Sports Trivia Wednesday night sometimes. Yes. Scooby is a Great Dane. Huge dog. Huge. Scooby Sco- is a Great Dane. Scooby. And, yeah. Uh, in Albany on the road this week against Hawaii. 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 All right. So, Marshall 1 0, East Carolina 0 1. Yeah. Bryce, what do you think the spread of this game is? I mean, look, we were still bowl winners last We won a bowl game last year, so I think that carries some weight over, I think. But then you got, of course, a new team. I didn't I didn't think about that till just now. But Marshall did win nine games last year. No, nah, Marshall won nine games last year. I'm going – the spread is – I said nine. Clip nor Chandler gave any type of innuendo of – Chandler's got a great poker face. Poker face. Clip. I do not. Had enough one that it would fooled me. I mean, I'm going like, you know what? 8.2. All right. face is gone. ACU minus 8.2 is Bryce's spread. Bryce, you are not wrong. You're not right. Uh Uh-oh. What is it? Dead wrong. You're off by more than a touchdown. Now, so is it ECU by... 15.2? 15.2? Or it, is it... Is it the other way? Is it ECU minus 1.2? <laughs> Bryce, Marshall is a three-point favorite on the road at East Carolina. Three-point favorite? I mean, that, you scared me. I didn't know what was going on. You said more than a touchdown. So just three points. You're more than a touchdown off. Oh, more than a touchdown. I got yeah. you. Right, right. Um, You know, not bad. You know? Yeah, I know. Do you know? I know. Okay. So. Now I need a score. But, you know, I mean, the score, what I've got on the top of my head is not a wig, but, you know. I was getting ready to say, are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, this is my real hair. Uh, 
ECU, of course, you know, our daddy fig, you know, back home. Home opener. Da, 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 home opener. Um, I think we're going to win. Um, I, think, I think a few points will be scored. Um, we got to we got to get in the end zone, Bryce. Ah, that we hadn't done true. that we yet this year. Not done that yet, man. Um, I'm going ECU 24 and Marshall 20. Mm. 20. Mm. 24, 21. All right, Pirates with a win. Thanks, yeah. Owen Wilson. You are welcome. <laughs> Uh, why is Bryce wearing that wig? You'll find out later this week. Stay tuned yep. to Pirate Radio social media. All right, that does it for today's show. Chat chat boys, dirty chat boys. Really enjoyed it. Thank you all for tuning in. Had a good time today. We'll do it again on Wednesday at 3 o'clock for Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, Bryce Williams. I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.